Welcome everyone to the Avengers Podcast, where we talk Marvel, DC, Star Wars, and more. I'm your host, Torrin, and with me are our co-hosts, Will and Peyton. Yo. Hey. We have a great show for everyone this week. We'll be talking about multiverse fatigue and the news of the week. There'll be time codes in the description or in the show notes if you want to jump around. And with that, here's Peyton with the news. Listen, it's raining right now as we're recording this. I don't know if the mic's going to pick it up, but just in case it is. Yeah, that's the the news, right? The weather, weather report. Yeah, we got a bunch of news because uh, we were gone for like two weeks. So here we go. So if you've heard some of this, (laughs) suck it up. Um, The actors are on strike. (laughs) Wow. Thank God. Let's fucking go. Um, I don't know, Will. They're millionaires. So should they really be striking? (laughs) If you're an artist, you'd star. You'd want to starve if you're a real artist. Exactly. Here's your permission, L. You know, the, um, I do want to say, um, and this might be a spoiler. Is anything about uh, He-Man in the show in the news? No. Okay, yeah, because I figured y'all wouldn't give a shit. I don't either, but I did want to point out that like Netflix canceled the He-Man show, and I'm hoping. I'm hoping that has to do that's like a consequence of the strikes because like um I don't know. I, I'm just it's just so funny the fucking studios and producers and, and their their uh, the studios um sorry producers but the studios reactions and their comments and what's being what's insiders are saying that they're talking about. Um and like it's so funny because like I'm just really hoping that Hollywood, like, fucking, like, like they make a bunch of shit. Like, they just make a bunch of pure shit, and everyone realizes, like, oh, fuck. Or that sooner than later, they just kind of realize, yeah, like, fuck it. We kind of have to give them what they want. And they can easily pay it, them, too. Um, not to get into, like, a big rant, but, like, I think that this total sum of what the writers and the actors are asking for... Is 420 million nice, but um, 420 million, and that's um, it's basically a rounding error for them. Um, for these companies, that's that's like an accounting error, um, that's nothing. So, um, yeah, they're being cucks about it. No, well, it's because they don't want to set the precedent, the, the, the leverage that the workers will have over them, the precedent of that sort of like, yeah, you know, and and it's like it sucks because obviously. The workers, they're, they're creating their capital. They're creating their money. So it's like they do have that power, and they're leveraging it. And it's so good to see actors, writers, Teamsters, and Solidarity. Um, but, yeah, we'll just have to wait and see. That's my thoughts on it. Sorry. I'm just so excited about it. I'm very passionate about this shit. Yeah, you're very excited about people not having money. Um, I'm excited about <laughs> I know, I'm, trying, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Fuck you. <laughs> but, yeah, it's a good thing. And if you think otherwise, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> so next up, we have something that Will doesn't care about. Invincible Season 2. Uh, the right. cast is stacked. Uh, the new cast, or the new guest voice stars for Invincible Season 2 include Josh Keaton, Peter Cullen, Chloe Bennett, Tim Robinson, Rhea Seahorn, T- Tatiana Maslany, Callista Flockhart, Ben Schwartz, Phil Lamar, Jay, Jay Farrow, and many more. Holy shit. Peter Cullen? Peter Cullen, yes. Oh, and he's just doing Optimus Prime. Oh, he's Eeyore, right? Too? Yeah. Oh, I love him. I love Peter Cullen. Not in the movie, though. No, yeah, for some fucking reason. Makes no they got sense. Jim Cummings. Yeah, that pisses me off. They got a new piglet and stuff. They got whatever. Yeah, Still top five movies. The person they brought back was Jim Cummings. It's fucking crazy. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next up, we have the Ahsoka trailer. Ahsoka trailer drop. Looks great, IMO. Yeah, looks great. 
I love the. I know we've seen the mural plenty of times, um, like at like shows and stuff. Um, mm. But it is so neat that they're basically like um, canonizing it somehow in the live action the style. space. Yeah. So we're like, so it's like, oh, then yeah, this is basically like, like the the, the animated version is just like the, um, you know, the. Like I, I've always read like Clone Wars and Rebels as like someone telling those stories or like those stories like being told or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like really interesting and neat to see it, uh, that and stuff. Sabine's hot as fuck, and so is Hera. What the fuck? People are so mad about Hera. Why? Because well, she... it's the it's the same shit. That's oh, they don't look exactly the same as the cartoon or whatever. The, it's the not, only it's... the only thing that I think the only appearance that I'm iffy on. Um, and it's not because I don't even think he looks like Elon, like everyone says. I just wish that Thrawn had his little eyebrow things yeah. on his skull. Like, that's it, because it's such an easy thing to do, honestly. Um, well, they got Cad Bane, so in my opinion, perfect. I know I know people are anal about that, but they got Cad Bane so perfect. Like, you know, you could just add those to Thrawn, but I'm so excited yeah. that we're getting he's Thrawn. Still, yeah, he's perfectly cast regardless. Yeah. So it's like, it's still a win. But Torrin would even know. Yeah, Torrin's slacking still. He's never read any all six books, the the canon and the legends, like I have. Still um, hasn't seen uh, Mandalorian season two or Andor or Andor, which uh, all is, was really close to finishing production uh, before the strikes. Yep. Did you see that? Yep. Yeah, I didn't see that. Didn't see Andor though. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> we have a shit yeah, ton. Of- like, Torrin's like, I don't care. <laughs> No, I don't. I don't care right now. <laughs> we have a we have a shit ton of DC news. Uh, this is according to the Hollywood Reporter. Ben Affleck's scene for uh, Aquaman in the Lost Kingdom, still a shit title, uh, which was meant to replace Michael Keaton's scene, has been cut. James Gunn and Peter Safran removed it to ensure they didn't promise a movie a movie universe that will not come to fruition. So I can't wait for more people to shit on Gunn. You know what I saw more. the other day, bro? I see it all yeah. the time. It's so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> you, I saw I saw this article. It wasn't even Phantom Wire, which they suck, by the way. Um, it was um, they, it was like oh God. I need to stay the fuck off Facebook. It, it, they 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 said they said like um, Guns Flash utter failure. Like why Guns oh, yeah. Flash was like an. It's like what? Who? That is not James Gunn's fucking movie at all. It like it's all not his movie. Fuck. Uh, whatever. But yeah, yeah so, so yeah. Yeah, Snyder fanboys are like pissed. Oh, Ben Affleck or whatever. But like, this is the right decision. <laughs> you don't want to. It's, it's the reason why Henry Cavill wasn't at The Flash. It's like they don't want to be like, hey, like like Black Adam. Like, oh, look, he's back, but he's not. <laughs> I love how I love how like every single time, every single time Gunn clarifies the new universe starts with Superman. A month or two later, everyone's like Blue Beetles to start. Um, Flash is the start. Um, Aquaman is involved, and like Whatever. every time he has to come out and say, "Please shut the fuck yeah. up, <laughs> it's not real." Like, stop. Like, it's like how like Lord. twice a year it like goes re-viral that uh, current Groot is is original Groot's like son, and they're like, yes, "That's not that's... original Groot." It's like he said that fifteen thousand times. <laughs> That's awesome. That's my favorite news that's broken. Like, yeah, you're right. Like, every other year. Oh, my 
God. I know we're losers that are like so connected to this stuff, but when they say it like so often, <laughs> it's just it's just funny. It's like yeah, it's like it's like ultimately you're right. Like it is pedantic to like you know, but they're also it's just so silly. I just think it's really funny, you know. Yeah, but also removing uh, Affleck it just makes sense with the canon that the Flash set. Technically, it's the Clooney verse. Also, we uh, we don't want Affleck to be brought down by that shit movie. Oh God! We're, like, we're all we're already getting black. We're already having my favorite, second favorite DC villain, Black Manta, get fucking shafted in that movie. You know, you know that he's not going to be good. Actually, he's like third favorite. But yeah, I love Black Manta. No one understands my Pookie Bear like I do. Oh, and that was supposed to be his movie, and we're never going to get him again. Pookie Bear is crazy. He's my Pookie. This is if according to the Hollywood Reporter. I'm uh, not done. Anth- I'm just kidding. <laughs> Anthony Kerrigan, who's in the Flash, Gotham, and most recently Barry, uh, has been cast as Metamorpho in Superman Legacy. Let's go. Huge W. Yes. Casting is just crazy. Crazy. I love how everyone, everyone's like, I know he, I know he basically blasted all the casting announcements, announcements in anticipation for the deadline of the after a sack after a shit, but like, um. It's so great that we got it. And I love how everyone still insists. I will literally be the James Gunn dick writer till the end. I'm sorry. I know I'm, I know I'm being a dick writer, but like, fuck, like everyone is like shitting on Gunn. And then he comes out and like every time he opens his mouth, it's like the coolest thing you've ever heard. Yeah. Or like the coolest announcements you've ever fucking heard. And it's like, oh my God, Nathan Fillion, like, yeah, of course we want him as Hal, but like Guy Gardner's perfect. And like, like for, let's be honest, he's, he's just too old now to be the main oh. Hal. I well, mean, they could then, go in like, a different direction. I mean, he's clearly going in a different direction, but like, it's fine. <laughs> even then, even then, like, like, right, like Guy Gardner is like, I've always in my fan cast for like Transformers, I've always cast Nathan Philly in a Sentinel Prime. Sentinel Prime is basically Guy Gardner. Like they're basically the same guy. Nathan's so good at playing that, pe- like an asshole like that. Yeah, I think you know? people are so used to seeing him in like the rookie and shit like that, where he's like nice yeah. guy, Nathan Fillion. But yeah, he can definitely play a dick. He was kind of a dick in Guardians Three. Yeah, no, exactly. It's just gonna. Uh, yeah, he was a dick in Guardians. That just 3. came out. I love him. Yeah, uh, yeah. My friend was like, my friend was like, dude, he can't play a dick. I'm like, dude, watch Guardians Three. And he's like, eh. Fuck off. <laughs> this is according to Vanity Fair. Isabella Merced, who's, uh, who plays the live-action Dora, has been cast as Hot Girl in Superman Legacy. Edie Gathegi, who, who's the who's bro in the first class, guy who can't die but dies anyway, has been cast, yeah, has been cast as Mr. Terrific in Superman Legacy. And, of course, as we talked about, Nathan Fillion is Guy Gardner. Isabella Merced is so fine. Holy fuck. She is so hot. Yeah, Dora? Crazy. Dude, she's 22 years old. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> she is so hot. She's, oh my God. If you're listening, if you're listening, I'm tall. I have a mustache. I have white shoulders. Um, She just exited off the video. No, she did not. No, no, she exited <laughs> off so she could get the hell on Instagram and find me. And she's like, oh, he's right. He's right. I'm single. And if you look like Isabella Merced, you can let me know. Bro's down bad. 
I am, dude. Beyond, my beyond, applications are open, dude. I'm taking applications right now. It's down horrendous. Beyond down tremendously, bro. Oh my god. I also, need, this... I also need you feet applications as well. If we're gonna continue, good god. god. This, but, but this this cast is fucking crazy. Yes, not dude. least the, the cast the casting choices itself, bro. We're getting Hot Girl and Mister Terrific. Yeah, I know. Like last time we saw Mister Terrific was an Arrow. Dude, who, in my opinion, was not very good. <laughs> we're getting DCAU level quality shit. Like Literally. I know we are. I'm so excited. Oh my god. Whew. Perfect casting. Absolutely incredible. Jesus and people so are like holding now. out hope, like, oh, is Bro gonna come back as Hawkman or whatever? And probably not, my guy. It's probably not. I know, dude. <laughs> Shut up, please. Just let just let him like do his thing, even if he is like, like um, you know, even if he does keep some characters, it's fine. Just like fucking trust him, you know. Yeah, people are like he's so selfish that he's bringing like his characters in, but like leaving out the other characters. I'm like, is it though? Because like it would be being, different if they were bad. Yeah, also. if we're being brutally honest, his are the only ones that worked. <laughs> like, like yeah, it's like it's like it's like like except Birds of Prey. Yeah, Birds of Prey were, was great, Un- underrated. But like, but like, even then, like Harley's a carryover, you know. Yeah. So if Margot stays as Harley, that would be fucking. But she will. Yeah, because that Gunn said routinely that she's his favorite person to work with, and Harley is his favorite DC character, like straight up. So, um, yeah, I'm so excited to just get view peak. Yes, incoming peak, incoming. Y'all seen my adventures with Superman? It's really good. Yeah, we're gonna, yeah, I'm gonna it, yeah. we're gonna talk about it in the towards the end. Fuck yeah. Okay, cool. You've been Fuck watching yeah. it? I've seen the first two episodes. Okay, cool. Um yeah, I think it is fire so far. A Black Panther action adventure game is in the early works. Uh EA's new studio Cliffhanger Games is developing it. I ain't got nothing to say about that. I'm just waiting. It's EA though. You love EA. It's- Oh yes, we do. No. Corey loves Madden. True, but yeah, but people are like freaking out because it's like it's EA, but like it's it's their well, new studio cliffhanger. It's like respawn making the well, listen, Jedi games. If it's bad, we still have Amy Hennig's game with Black Panther exactly. and Captain America. So it's like it's like it's it's T'Chaka, but like we're fine. Yeah, we're good. Or, or, like like I think I think that um I am. Is the Iron Man one that one's Ubisoft, right? Or is that EA too? Um, no, long. Ubisoft is doing Star Wars Outlaws. They've been doing an uh, they announced an open world Iron Man game like a while ago. They did. Oh and, wait, they did. Yeah, last year. Yeah. Well, I completely I forgot about EA. that. Yeah, and it's like it's like it's like the only guaranteed like bangers that we have right now, Where honestly, f- in my opinion, are Wolverine. Hell yeah. And. Um, Spider-Man 2, but yeah. like Wolverine is just that. I've never been. Whatever so Amy Hennig's game is gonna be. Yeah, oh yeah, it's gonna, gonna be, be like great rather. too. I'm sure. I'm sure. If anything, at least the story will be really good. True. Yeah. That's that. I think. I think like because I have yet to see um, gameplay. What else? But yeah, like I'm so confident because it's Amy Hennig, Hennig, and she's my. She's like, you mm-hmm. know, like an aunt to me. So. 
But uh, yeah, so this is according to the Hollywood Reporter. This is probably going to be the only time I, I talk about this kind of news uh, because it could go into spoiler territory. But Ryan Reynolds came out and talked about it and stuff like that. So uh, Jennifer Garner will return as Electra in Deadpool 3. Yeah, hopefully we get Affleck's Daredevil too, but I can't wait. Hopefully. He was seen on set, could have been visiting, but also it's his ex-wife, so that'd be awkward. Yeah. So, I don't know, who knows? Hopefully, though, that'd be awesome. <laughs> Fucking hate that version of Daredevil. But, you know, it's this times like these where we fun. can redeem ourselves, huh? I think I think the movie's... I remember loving it as a kid, and I think the movie's fun. It's like a like new metal cringe fun, you know? Like, that's like... A vibe. I love the music. I love the soundtrack. Everyone on ironically, the soundtrack. well, yeah, but like the part where like Bullseye is like um, where they're on the street. I don't know if it's like a limousine he flips over or flips out of, or like it's a, a motorcycle, and he's like staring at Daredevil, and they're like playing this like screaming music behind it, like this new metal, and it's like, oh fuck, that's just fire. Ben Affleck sucks. Uh, we also got our first look at Hugh Jackman back as Wolverine. Fire. Incredible. Fire. It's somehow the suit's somehow like better than what I imagined, like based on the cutscene from The Wolverine. Yeah, I was hearing it was going to be black and yellow, and I wasn't vibing with that. I'm glad they did blue. The, I think again, and and this is not a this is a very lukewarm take. This is like a cold take. Um, but like, yeah, I would obviously prefer it if they didn't have the sleeves. But also, he's old, and and he said he doesn't want to get buff anymore. And there's like. He's gonna look super skinny if they were sleeveless. Um, yeah, like these. Well, he, there's gym picks, but he's more shredded than he is jacked. Yes, he's not. He's not big. He's shredded, but it wouldn't translate well. I think. I think. Like also, I do think though, not having there's, sleeves there's, does break it up better. I think. I think sure. from a, an actual design perspective, it looks better without the sleeves. In my opinion, but there's no it way they amazing. didn't test it without the yeah. sleeves. Oh, absolutely. I'm sure they did. They definitely also, tested with and without the sleeves, and they're like, yeah, with the sleeves is better i am hoping we still get a mask um oh we're definitely getting a mask there's no fucking I, way i i think i think like uh, again like you know if they didn't do it i'd understand because they want to show hugh's face and and stuff but like i i just want i think my biggest want is i want him and his mask in the yellow suit but in a super bloody berserker scene where like that's my fucking that's my uh that's this white boy's black panther that's 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 like that's my oppenheimer oppenheimer is is black panther for um right wingers right (laughs) um and barbie's black panther for women (laughs) you said you said for right wingers what'd you say yeah, for conservatives. No, which that's Zack Snyder's Justice League. Oh, that's right. Oh, yes, yes. Zack Snyder's Justice League is is yeah, and Ant Man is is Black Panther for for fucking morons. Jeez. <laughs> I mean, I'm just kidding. actually, I do want to say I respect y'all's opinion. I rewatched it again, trying to like it so hard. I think it's my least favorite Marvel movie of all time, ever. I hate it. I I can't. That was such a fucking tangent. Thank you guys for letting for for waiting that out. I love you both. You're like you're like putting up with my mental illness. Still haven't gotten tested yet. Oh yeah, no, no. I have diagnosis. That's not. I'm not. I'm not actively looking for an autism diagnosis though. Exactly. I don't, 
I want to be able to like adopt in the future. Like I haven't diagnosed the Torin needs to be tested. Yeah. Uh, I have I have an ADHD diagnosis. Torn has Tourette's. That is untrue. <laughs> Torn has Tourette's. That's and what autism. your mom said. Yeah, that's what my mom thinks. His <laughs> mom thinks he has Tourette's. Wow. What's her basis for that? I don't know. She just says things. It's because you got the vaccine. <laughs> got Tourette's <laughs> and autism. <laughs> But we we got uh what was it just yesterday? We, is that staying in? Yeah, is that staying in? Okay, good. Uh, we got uh the story trailer for Spider Man Two. Fire! Venom looks insane. Incredible. Also, Wraith. Crazy. Can't wait to see Wraith. Yeah, Wraith is gonna be crazy. She's gonna be so cool. She's literally in fire. She's gonna be so fire. That shot where like yeah. MJ is hiding from Peter. Yes. Oh God, I cannot fucking wait. It's going to be so fucking good, bro. It's going to be so good. I don't like Harry. No, you're wrong. His face looks so untextured. Yeah, he like he like noticeably looks like... It looks like they took a PS4 bottle and put it just into the second game. I still... I think... I think, yeah. I think that the... I do like it, though. I like the way he looks. I mean, He's sure, fine, whatever, I'm, but, but it's like... It's like bit, but... but like, like, it's just, you know... And to be honest, like, Spider-Man, like, Miles Morales was not the best-looking game when it came out either, you know? It's like, that's not what I'm expecting. I'm expecting, like, standard fidelity. I just want really good gameplay and a really yeah. good story. Like, that's what Gameplay's I give a shit one. about. Yeah, we'll say I, number one. I, don't, I didn't, I don't love Miles' new haircut, but it's 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 grown on me since. It, like it grew it. on me pretty quick. You're right. Uh, it's cool. Yeah, I know, but I like I like anything that 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 people do. Torn is the darkest one here. What do you think? What for Miles' hair? I mean, it's all right. I I never seen a comb over dread dreaded look. It's kind of weird. You haven't? They put that in like Fortnite. It's like in they everything but like, a real yeah. human. Yeah, yeah, it is in a lot of stuff. But I saw like IGN like they were talking like, oh, it used to be like. The there was no in between. It used to either be bald or afro for bl- or yeah. black representation in, in video games. So, but I'm also white, so I have no fucking skin in the game. No pun intended. I Sorry, think, that was literally not intended. I think I got uh, the first time I saw the hair. I was a little bit. Um, it was a little jarring because I'm, obviously I'm so used to the regular uh, the his the hair fade. before. Uh, but I've gotten used to it, and to be honest, uh, the new hair really uh, accentuates his exaggerated swagger. So I think, in the oh. long run, <laughs> in the long run, in the long wow. run, I think it's a positive. He took the words right out of my white mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that uh, I will say though, I don't like the, the updated suits. Really. I will yeah. say I will say I, I'm not a huge fan of Miles. Yes, um, I kind of feel the same way uh, as as I felt during Across the Spider Verse. I, I don't know yes. something about their first suits where I, I really well, like. I I don't even like. Oh, I'm not. A, oh, I'm not a big fan of Miles's. I I think it's it's great for the story. I Racist. just think aesthetically, I'm not a. Yeah, I'm just being. Uh, this is this is this is racially motivated. No, but like for me, like um, as someone who has been reading Miles since like 2012 like 
following it religiously because I really liked it. Um, and then, you know, Into the Spider-Verse. But what I'm trying to say is I'm not a huge fan of the spray paint and, like, cobweb aesthetic of Into the Spider-Verse's Miles suit. I think the best Miles suit is, that we have um, that isn't in the comics is in Miles Morales, the video game. I think that the way they updated it, I don't like the sh red stripes down the arms. I think that's, like, a little too much. Um, I think I also think that on Peter's suit, I think that they, like... I think that they nailed it the first time. The design was broken up enough. Um, you know, the red and the blue. And, and, and although the, the red color was a little off, it was a little orange in game. Uh, or like salmon colored. Um, like, I think that the design language of the suit was very good. The red, white, and blue were in all the right places. And black, wherever it needed to be. And then now, it kind of feels like they went a little, like, it's like subtle. But it's also enough that it kind of makes it too busy for me now. So it's like, it feels like not even like a half measure, like a quarter measure to update the suit. But even so, it's just a little too much for me. But that's, I'm just being an art nerd about it. Um, yeah, I'm actually, still super excited. I actually disagree. I actually prefer this new one. Uh, I'm not a fan Ooh. of the PS4 one at all. <laughs> I really? I don't like it. <laughs> Whoa, really? I don't like it. Like you said, the color's off, but that's, you know, uh, whatever. But, like, a lot of the issues I had, I think they fixed. My only problem is, in this new one, there's no belt. Uh, that I don't love, but there's, like, no. there's more, there's more, yeah, it's, it doesn't, like, wrap around the, the red. Oh, yes. That, yeah, I see I, it. I don't love I, that. That's a little um, weird. And I don't like the white accents see, under it either. I do like the white accents. Because I think it, it it makes the white logo make more sense than it just slapping a white logo on it. I still don't love the white logo. Too. I know that's probably an unpopular opinion now. Everyone shit on it when it first got revealed, but like it's growing. I loved everybody. it when it was first revealed. I I was like, wow, we got a new Spider-Man skin suit that doesn't suck. I think I think that it was the perfect to me. It was this giant white logo and it bled through it like bled through the blue enough and 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 you know when his arms were at his side you had the little gauntlets and then you had him at his heels and his eyes yeah, tied them like together it. so you get like these it. like five points it's like a star but then like i don't know i just think it's i just think that the, the colors are better on the new suit the eyes are better on the new suit i'm not I'm still not in love with this news. I do think the new suit is an upgrade, in my opinion. But honestly, whenever I get also, the game, like the I'm arms. just gonna, I'm just gonna change the suit <laughs> as soon I as am. I can. I I don't. I also am not a fan of the white mechanical arms. I know that's like a big thing for a lot of people. I think that like I liked it as a suit upgrade, and I think it will make sense in story that he like obviously got it from Otto. Um, it was like a carryover from his mentor. Um, but like. I just, you know, Doctor Octopus Junior. Well, no, I, I, I think obviously it would look great if they put a superior skin in the game, which they better fucking do that. And if they don't, then they're awful. That's two games in a row where there's no excuse to not put the best suit in the game. Um, but, the, yeah, I don't know. Like, like the hot toy, you know, the images for that with the, the white arms. It's just a lot. It's just like a lot for me. It's like, I think that. 
the simplicity sure. of the classic red and blue Spider-Man suit is so iconic for yeah. a reason. I don't really have a problem with the arms because, or I, I, it's not, or I don't not have a problem with it necessarily. I don't really have an opinion because I don't really like arms in general. <laughs> I just like yeah. Spider-Man the way he is. Um, but yeah, still, shit's gonna be peak. <laughs> it's, that shit's Absolutely. gonna be so fucking good. <laughs> Absolutely. It's going to be so fun exploring like Miles' new powers. All the animations would look fucking crazy. But I already complained to y'all about the the pre-order bonus skins, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay, good. I, I think was on the across. podcast, yeah. Um, yeah. We got the trailer for the Marvels, a second trailer for the Marvels. And I don't give a fuck what anyone says. This shit looks great. I this it looks like a blast. I'm having a great time. I'm just smiling, watching the trailer and shit. Okay, Quantumania, enjoy it. Hell yeah! And ultimately, <laughs> like like unlike Quantumania, visually this looks gorgeous. So if I had to yeah. complain about one thing about Quantumania, it is a little ugly. It looks fine. I'm just not excited about Marvel movies right now which is, oh, is weird oh you're one of them right now no 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 dude I can't podcast. I love Marvel them, no, I love them. Marvel what a DC I show <laughs> I, I love Marvel oh yeah I'm a DC show I love Marvel I do and and I still watch everything as it comes out um, but like I just uh, I don't know I think the last thing Marvel did that I was like super excited for is like Guardians 3 that's kind of I, I definitely I can I can understand your point from an extent. Like for me, like you know the, the Marvels, I ain't that excited about it, but I'm definitely gonna check it out. Yeah, same here. I will and check it like, out. Uh, you know, Secret Invasion. I'm actually. I mean, I wasn't like too excited for it, but like I am. I was excited to see like what they were going to do with it, and I uh, and that's how I am right now. Yeah, I love Nick Fury, so it's like I'm I'm, you know, I still I think I'm on episode one still. I'm trying so hard to get through it. But I'm, I will finish it. I just, yeah, like, like I will check it out. It's not like, and I'm, not, and I'm not gonna enter it with a negative view. I'm gonna enter it, you know, um, if not neutral, wanting to enjoy it, you know. So it's like, why the fuck would I want to want to hate a movie? You know, I know people are weird. Too much negativity. Don't need it in my life. I'm already such a grumpy old fuck. I love that I'm like the grumpy one of the podcast. That's insane. I feel like I'm like a dick writer to everyone else I talk to, but here it's like, <laughs> here it's like, oh, it's Will. You we're the dick writers. <laughs> I'm a dick writer too. I'm a dick writer too. You're just, you're not writing as hard. I'm not writing as hard with it and with as much technique as you were touring. Yeah. I'm not we're, using my hips like y'all yeah, are. experienced. Whatever. This is the last piece of news and it's sort of, uh, no semi ties into the topic um it's not i have news too no you don't uh i do what is it sonic prime season two is oh out. my please watch don't watch that please don't watch, watch that it's shit. not great Sonic's ass. just watch it dude just shut the fuck up and watch terrible show also what we do in the shadows new season is out and it's great so far i can't get into that show it's so i love the funny. movie i don't know what I, it is I like the show more than the movie. If you just give it the first season, just watch the whole first season. Oh. If you're not hooked, it's not for you. Can I but skip I the first season? No, the first season is great. I promise. Oh. Like, like just, just, just watch it. Okay. It's more like if you're expecting the movie, you're not going to get it. But I, I now am at a point where I like the new characters up from the show more than I like the movie, which I wasn't expecting to happen. I was like, oh, they're doing a spinoff show, blah. And but uh, I, no, I like yeah. Mark Hamill. I know he's not there that much, but. I like him too. 
Sorry. Do you anyway, this, sorry. yeah, last piece of news. Uh, Disney CEO Bob Iger. Everyone know Bob Iger? Everyone yeah, excited everyone about Bob Iger? going to say probably this piece of shit at Sunny Valley. Is that what you're talking about? No. Uh, Disney CEO Bob Iger says they're pulling back on making Marvel content, saying, quote, it had not it had not been in the television business at any significant level. And not only did they increase their movie output, but they ended up making a number of TV series, said Iger. Frankly, it diluted focus and attention. He's right. But like, but I still hate him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, he's like, not lying, but he's right. <laughs> he, uh, yeah. Like, I love how like I love how like he said, like the most like normal take of all time and then like last week said like the most vehemently disgusting thing i've ever heard yeah and like the most ironic place possible yeah dude from his billionaire camp yeah no but yeah no that that take is valid it's like it's like 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 he's so right you know even even if you enjoy those shows which i do too it's like you kind of have to admit there is there it diluted focus quality. and attention from casuals. Yeah, because, but like, but yeah, like, it's like I get it. It's like one of my. Um, I, I was really excited, or I am really excited because they're still happening. Uh, for the, I was really excited for the TV series, um, and I still am. But yeah, there, he's right. There are too many. The the exciting and the advantage of doing the shows is that you can't introduce characters like Miss Marvel or Moon Knight or whatever without giving them their own full film and I see I see the series for casuals as like this isn't necessary viewing but you should still watch yeah. it <laughs> and, and no matter and no matter how much I think I think I know the plan was to make it so that it was necessary viewing but I think um, if you're going to do that don't do so many and also though i think that no matter how much you try and force it um shows are a commitment for people a lot of people yeah um i think a show um is just you know there's more distractions in your house there's other things at the touch of your uh you know your fingers that you can watch at any given time to get bored um it basically it has to be so good to keep your attention and to make you think that it's necessary to watch. I don't think that we can really like force that, you know? So I think, I think that Netflix's model is the way to go, but keep it canon and still obviously make them important in movies, but don't alienate casual audiences. I think that's the way to go as, as, and it's obviously easier said than done. Um, like I think the Netflix also the rate of which we were getting the shows felt a lot more appropriate too. Um, yeah, it's like yeah. from a, from from like a business standpoint, the week to week release is just it's it, it's unmatched. It is uh, we need to just keep the conversation going week to week. It just it, it it and usually it builds and builds. Especially ooh, that WandaVision area was crazy. Yeah, well, oh, oh that was also our first like. Like after a drought too, you know. Yeah, I think, I think Wandavision was like majorly hype as it was coming out. Yeah, and but yeah, but like the week to week model just makes sense. But from a consumer standpoint, uh, especially with the way they've been formatting these shows, a binge Netflix model is just the way to go. Uh, the, I think there, there's only a couple of these MCU shows that I think made sense. Uh, week to week like WandaVision um, but a majority of them would much they, they would benefit so much more from a binge model I think 
I think even if I think I think if you're unwilling to do that, also just space the shows out more. That's the that's the other thing. Yeah, which is what Bob Iger's saying. Yeah, because which yeah, and he's right because it's like when you have the week to week, um, it probably wouldn't feel like everything is so much you know closer together. Yeah, um, if it was all binge release, but even then, it's still kind of a lot. Yeah, because remember Um, there was that time in 2021, the the year Wandavision was coming out. uh, It was supposed to, or the original plan before some stuff got shifted around and delayed. It was literally every week there was something coming out. It was. A show was coming out, then I think technically there was a week break, but the week uh, break was actually like the making of, and then the week after was a movie, and then a show, yeah. and then a making of, it and then a Star movie. Star Wars, it, it, would go, it would go Marvel, Star Wars, and I remember, yeah. well, there, there was a time where we were getting that, you know, where it was like, WandaVision, um, Clone Wars Season 7. Yeah, but I'm not, um, I'm like excluding Star Wars in this scenario. I think, I think that... I think that uh, the only the the only reason I'm including it is is because I think that no I get because like for, for us there there is that overlap but in, like for Ka- like MCU is like the biggest thing in the fucking world and yeah let's be like no one watched Andor <laughs> yeah as much as people should have torn uh, but you know it's the amount of series like I think I think what would be best. It, well, okay. In 2021, if I'm to if I'm going to defend Marvel Studios, a lot of this there was like supposed to be like two shows that came out and like in two or three movies that were supposed to come out in 2020, but then everything got shifted and everything kind of just got smashed into 2021. Um, but regardless of that, like I think I think a good way to do it. Number one, they should like torn and I have been preaching since this podcast fucking started. They need to get rid of the six episode shit. Um, it's so fucking annoying. <laughs> um, and so not only, uh, will it just benefit the, the shows in general, just give that, give them more time to tell their usually ambitious stories. Uh, it allows, you know, if they're going to keep doing the week to week thing, it'll give them more time to, you know, pad the year out, whatever and i think i think because they love to do the three movies a year thing which i which has been working them for years i don't think they should necessarily change that but i think like three movies a year and like two shows yeah yeah because then movie beginning of the year and then spring there's a show summer there's a movie fall there's a there's a show and then winter there's a movie I still think, though, like, this is my... I think three movies is fine, and maybe one a year. That way we get a season break, at least. Because I think, I think like, I remember... I mean, I guess we had, like, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. running concurrently with the fucking Netflix stuff as it was dropping, and, like... Yeah, it's ass. It's fucking terrible, but, like... but like Don't tell Reddit, you know, When you're... Oh, God. Reddit loves Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, they love Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., bro. Well, they're fucking Reddit. They're, they're so does Twitter. Moronic. You'll find them everywhere. Yeah, they're, 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 yeah, they're like scrolls. Um, but my dad. fucking, fucking, like, okay. My my point is, what I'm trying to get at is, like, I maybe I'm wrong or misremembering. It felt like we got a Netflix show a year, and like because I wasn't watching, um, Agents of Shield. Well, you know, it um, was kind of like because usually like it was Daredevil. And Jessica Jones in the, like the year after would be Luke Cage and Iron Fist. Oh, okay. Then yeah, no, then yeah, that that isn't bad. It's not bad then. I think I think also like just dump them. Maybe don't do the week to week. Like they're doing with Echo. 
Yeah. Um, hey, you'll see what, what Blue Beetle's projected to make. Not much. Isn't like, like, 12, like 12 to 17? To 17. Yeah. yeah. I like it. Like the... <laughs> still going to be pretty good, though. Yeah. It's going to be good. I'm yeah, still I'm, not. I'm going to be there day one, bro. For real. I know. It's like I'm 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 excited, but I just seeing the trailers, I just can't shake the this is a streaming movie vibe. I like 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 it's always like that's how I feel, and then like boom, the last part of the trailer where like everything's dark and red, and it feels like Homecoming all of a sudden. The yeah. third act of Homecoming, it's like whoa whoa whoa, and then it's like <laughs> then it's like oh George Lopez, never yeah. mind. And, and like, it, 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 it feels a little lame, but then there's a couple of the action sequences in the trailer, like when he flips that guy and kicks him into the and wall. Kicks him? Oh, oh. Like, dude, I'm like that's like Civil War. That was like Civil War opening level like. Like such engaging action, like like fuck, like I need that. I need to see that. It looks so like angry. I love that. Yeah, you know, but it's not something you expect. But but yeah, and then again, like George Lopez, he's get, he drops like the biggest, most truth bomb thing anyone's ever said in that first trailer, and then everyone got mad at it. But like, it also sucks to me because it came from George Lopez. <laughs> <laughs> like like why did you give that line to George fucking Lopez dude like please this this Batman's a fascist he's right but uh, yeah technically that's the news of the week but it sort of does lead into our topic a bit which is multiverse fatigue they got so much to say brothers and sisters and NB's watching there's so much to say they then I'm gonna shit on this oh huh? god Go on. I will start by saying, um, I think the multiverse is such it has such amazing potential, and it's been done well so many times. I think, I think um, there's even recent examples like Spider Verse is an incredible way to do a multiverse. Um, um, the Flash, probably perfection. In okay. Um, all right. So you completely now know. Now people are gonna think you're being serious. Listen, listen. I am being serious. Okay. Fuck you. Listen. I think that that the way to do, in my opinion, the biggest multiverse movie surprise, the one that shouldn't have worked but worked, was No Way Home, and that's because of the way that it. Um, it it seemed like it would be this like huge giant messy nostalgia fest, but like it was all, um, all is supportive of Tom Holland's Peter's art. It could have so easily devolved into Toby and Andrew's here. Look, they're fighting. Ah. On paper, it seemed like the worst fucking idea of all time. I think it's a miracle that that movie even had was coherent. Well, yeah, because I remember when like the rumors were coming out, like "Ooh, Toby and Andrew's gonna be in this." I'm like, really? Is and Green Goblin? Yeah, like I feel like that's way too soon. But now they pulled up. (laughs) Yeah, and and it felt like I I think that movie's phenomenal. But then you but then you have um. I just think the multiverse fatigue for me. Um, I know I know that a lot of us have different opinions in movies like Multiverse of Madness and movies like The Flash, the mo- movies like that. I think for me, um, the fatigue comes from in the MCU at least a lack of consistency in the way that it works and operates, and um, a lack of direction, in my opinion. And also, I think that it's basically just largely being used as like a. Um, uh, a fucking member berry device where it's like, oh shit, like, look, 
look, I, I remember this. I, I love this. It's cool. And while those moments are great, they don't substantiate anything. It's not, it's not, um, it's not like a, you can't just bank on that for your stories forever. And, and, you know, when you have such refreshing things like Spider-Verse, we're like, sure, they're, they're like, like, yeah, we see 2099 in the comics and the games. Like, we see Ben Riley in the comics, but there's still ultimately new, different versions of these characters. They're not really pandering or, or like, like doing, like, nostalgia stuff. And whatever cameos we do get, um, they're done very quick, very tastefully, and, like, they don't get in the way of the story. They don't break the pace. They're not ultimately uh, distracting from, like, um, the stories of the main characters. Um, and it doesn't default on those cameos. Um, and I think when... when Unless it's like a meta story, like Teen Titans go to the movies, which I think is a great multiverse movie. Like, fuck off anyone else who's going to at me about that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, and, and like Sonic Prime's doing it okay, but there's just so much. There's so much, and and I definitely am um, getting tired of it because I think that there's so much potential. It is being tapped in places like Spider Verse. Um, um, and like No Way Home, I think is the exception and shouldn't be the precedent. I think it became the precedent, um, um, and it shouldn't have been. Um, it was the exception, in my opinion, because it shouldn't have worked, but it did. Um, and I think people learn the wrong, wrong lessons from it. Yeah, I, in my opinion, when it comes to multiverse fatigue, uh, you know, obviously, some everyone's talking about ooh multiverse it and getting tired of it. Personally, look. I, I like I'm very much I feel like people could call me like a Marvel show or whatever, but I think I'm just a superhero show. <laughs> just in general. I I watch everything and have a good time, man. Superheroes are awesome though. I love this shit, man. Um This is why I have a podcast, uh, about all of this. But like for me, I don't feel fatigued by this because to me like yeah, they're using multiverse stuff, but the multiverse thing to me that's it's it's just it's like it, it's just a, a device for like a flavor yeah i guess but like if i i sort of subscribe to like j- the way james gunn explained like or not explained but like saying how like superhero fatigue isn't real i feel like it's the same thing with multiverse fatigue it's like i think multiverse movies are are fine it's just the fatigue people are having is with bad movies <laughs> That and yeah, and exactly. and those bad movies, like a considerable <sighs> amount of them, have to do with the multiverse, which is annoying. But I feel like it's like that studio's just being stupid and not understanding how like how to capitalize on audiences' nostalgia and shit. I do I do think it is also important because I agree with that hundred percent. But I don't think that you can remove the aspect from the the element from the conversation that like because I guess people are kind of getting slapped left and right um there's there's definitely a saturation um of it which isn't bad in and of itself it's bad whenever the movies are bad but like when you see x amount of bad multiverse movies and then you see a fraction of those are really good um when like more and more bad comes out it's kind of like when it it's harder to get at least excited for the new stuff even if it is good before you see it it can it like uh like you can't like i do think that 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 um it impacts sort of the hype and engagement it's like so it's harder for new projects to be um hyped for when 
the last like five or whatever, maybe not in a row, multiverse movies were like not great. Sure. But I think in the case of when it's something like The Flash, I feel like that's not multiverse fatigue. That's oh yeah, just, that's Ezra Miller. That's, that's Ezra Miller. It's, it's, it's a, I think it's a combination of a lot of things. Yeah. But I think a good chunk of it is the bad faith with the DCEU with general audiences. People are like, oh, it's Ezra Miller. Not necessarily be, oh, the Ezra Miller, the criminal. It's Ezra Miller, the guy from those really bad DC movies. <laughs> It's this version of the flash. I don't want to see this. Where's Grant Gustin? <laughs> like, Dude, for me, like my my dad, he doesn't like the only he doesn't really know a lot about superhero movies, but he knew about Flash because he followed the news that was coming about about Ezra, and he was like, I don't care what it is. I've never seen that movie. See, my dad, Ezra Miller. My dad, oh, he he's not a huge fan of the Flash. He he liked the first couple seasons of the Flash because he watched it with me. Um, but like as a character, he's like, yeah, whatever. He really wanted to see the Flash. Why? Because of Michael Keaton. <laughs> oh yeah. Otherwise, he would not care at all. <laughs> um, so like, and and also like, he's. He's seen all the DCEU movies, but for him, they're very forgettable. And so he was like, he literally, he was like, what about the other Flash? Like, in regards to, like, Grant Gustin. I was like, no, it's not. No, that's not what this is. But, like, yeah, it's just, the interest just isn't there for something, unfortunately and unfortunately, uh, for the Flash. But, I don't, again, that's, I don't think that's necessarily a multiverse thing. Because, and and. If, if we go back like okay we because pre, we just got spider-verse <laughs> so so there's that and everyone loves spider-verse and then yeah. just the year prior we had uh everything everywhere all at once and multiverse mm-hmm. of madness which was mixed but generally positive yeah it was it was mixed because like i felt bad for multiverse of madness because like it came out like literally when everything everywhere all at once was like on top so like that that kind of like got shafted and like shit on because of like oh it's a multiverse movie this one's ass everything everywhere all at once is better it's like it's like like everything everywhere all at once came out and then it was like this movie so there's nothing can top this and multiverse of madness comes out soon it's like well it's not going to be as good as everything everywhere it's funny for me because like i love the multiverse aspect of that movie i just hate the other stuff the very specific things in that movie but like yeah i never had a problem with the way they did the multiverse i honestly thought multiverse of madness like if you're doing a fun multiverse movie that's probably the most solid way to do it if you're not really doing like um well um the most intense storytelling it was still really fun and engaging i think a, and cool had a way, lot of heart i think a cool way to do a multiverse uh sort of like a fun multiverse film i think multiverse of madness is a is a great example but i think if you have a bunch of like crashing orbs and you show just like little clip shows of of like dead people. I think. What is that in reference to? I'm missing this joke. The Flash. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, dude. And, and, and like niche niche references to super niche things that only uh, only will understand. <laughs> like I think. Uh, I think that's the best yeah. way to go about it. I just think that like I love that I dude. I wanted to be so excited for Nick Cage, and then like Dude. I saw that it was worse than the Black Panther final fight it's CGI. So that was the bad. They, they, they had the fucking nerve to zoom in on his face 
And it wasn't even like it wasn't even like a CG costume on like a real actor, which would have been fine. You could have just they, got Nicolas Cage in. He's alive yeah, and they, well. They zoomed in on his. They CGI'd his face and they zoomed in on it. They were confident. They Bro. they linger. They're like, this is new cage guy. And they're like, like, fuck you. I was I was telling Peyton like I I, I was like after like the movie came out and you know it's already like on DVD or whatever like the movie just looks bad. It's and so I had ugly. the biggest fucking rose tinted glasses. I, I you know like ever. I, I after watching that movie, you got you got they, like because everyone they, is sort of like. Fucking, Gave it a fucking nine and everything. <laughs> gave it a nine and I remember half. that. I didn't. I didn't want to shit on. Uh, yeah, I didn't want to shit on Flash because I know we haven't talked about it. I didn't want to shit on it in front of you. I know you loved it. And then, and then like, and, and then like, of course, like, there was a clip on Twitter where like, you know, like, fucking Barry like vibrates his hand through the Kryptonian guy, and I'm like, dude, like, why does his suit like? Why, why does he look like this? It looks very bad. I think you got it caught just, up in seeing it early. Yeah, having yeah, a good time with friends. It was supposed to look like that. Andy Muschietti like said that. so. Oh yeah, yeah he's just seeing it through like a Speed Force world. It's all like supposed to be like water world. It's supposed yeah. to look like shit, guys. Yeah. Like, 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 the one thing I did like about that Speed Force in that movie was that like you know it looks like you know it was it was different because you know he's like by himself. The Speed Force look good. And, and, yeah, the Speed Force look look good because you know he's by himself. He's like in this like little orb and like how everything's presented is kind of like kind of like a coliseum. I like the warps lenses too. I think that's mm. a fine thing. I, what yeah. I don't like is like like the literally unfinished work. Like I just mm-hmm. don't like 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 clearly this is this isn't up to snuff especially because like like and obviously there's room and not to get like super deep about it a movie can advertise itself as being that and like run on the premise of that and it's run. fine <laughs> like a movie doesn't have to be fucking perfect looking but like it's a, it's basically like a triple a video game coming out and like being broken and glitchy it's the same shit yeah. right it's like it's the flash you know there's a precedent that's been set and whether it's fair or not um i think it's fair i think that it's at very at the very least it's fine to criticize it for it and and i do think it's weird that andy's like it's supposed to look like that i i also think that i don't know how what y'all said about it. i don't think we talked about flash the ben affleck action scene where he's chasing down no dude that, that was bad too. i hated it yeah people are like this is fire people uh, and i know uh, something happened yesterday where people are like oh andy's not doing flash or, or batman anymore but he still is apparently that was like never he confirmed is, yeah, no. so like but like i remember people were like dude if if like this is his like like um like like whatever happens, this scene it was legendary when he was chasing down these people, and I'm like, no, no dude, that, that, it's that shit. That shit looks fucking ass. I liked it. <laughs> I liked it. I liked the gliding. I liked the way the gliding. Like, looked. like dude, no, like when he I, shot I, out, I that looked good. I just can't get behind like CGI Batfleck and like how like his face looks all fucking grumpy. Like, I just fucking hate. See that's okay. Like uh, like Torn and I because we did the Flash episode. Torn yeah, and I were talking did. about that. I don't. I. Is I don't see the CGI. <laughs> no, dude, I fucking see it, bro. I don't like, see no, it. It, it, is, it is CGI. It's all airbrushed over. Like that's what I see. I dude, also like, dude. Man, you I gotta watch just, it on the small screen because I've only seen no, it once. You could just, you could just tell, like, 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 like the first like scene where he's in there, like his fucking mouth, like he's like drooping. 
and what? it looks wait, bad. Wait, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Because they had an actor in the full suit too, I think that what it was is like because the rest of the CGI around him looked so bad, and he looked like normal, like a normal person. And he'd stick out like a sore thumb. They just had to in post airbrush all over him to make yeah. him match and fit with the world because it looks like shit like because like then it would be so noticeable but like i think it's w- one of those things where it's kind of like they made their bed and they had to lie in it uh, but like also i have a fundamental issue with like i just hate his armor over top the suit i hate that it has holes in it like why does he have these weird random like metal like in this metal yeah, chest like holes yeah. over his ribs it looks so like ugly like like what is like like i just the armored look is fine. Like, we saw the tactical suit in Justice League, and I didn't like it at first, but it kind of grew on me. Maybe not the goggles, but whatever. Um, but, like, then this, and I love the blue. I love the color palette, I guess. But whenever yeah, it's, like, fine. it's fine. But then in the lighting of the movie, in the context of the film, like, all of a sudden, it looks like muddy shit. Like, like every, every there's no contrast. Everything's just fucking, like, slung together. Like, and, and, and I feel bad for the VFX artist because, like, it's not their fucking fault. Yeah. It's just like, like yeah, God, just like, like, like I would hate having worked on that movie because like I could not be proud of that. And even like one of the VFX artists came out like on TikTok. He was like saying like, you know, yeah, I was a VFX artist on the Flash, and like, yeah, we just did not have enough time. And he was saying like, if it look if it looks like something was made in a week, it probably was. <laughs> and I'm just like, God oh. damn. Nick Cage Superman looked like it was yeah no dude no dude and then like and, well don't look and George Reeves George dude, Reeves yeah. and Yikes. Fucking, like Christopher Reeves with fucking like yeah that was the bad Supergirl I was like this is bad. horrible like they literally could have gotten fucking Brandon Ralph dude yeah like I can't I'm believe like, come on like, please face track over Brandon Ralph even if you really want literally uh, I can't Chris. believe. Will's favorite human on earth, James Gunn, said it was the best. Yeah. Here, here, here's how I'm coping with that. Like, here's how I'm coping with that. They just need to make money, dude. James Gunn's endorsement, like, that's what I don't think he actually fucking means it. No, 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 he he had a gun behind his head when he tweeted that, bro. Yeah, definitely. It's like, like that one, it's, it's like, it's, Every time Gunn is vague or says something like that, and I know, I guess this is all speculation, so it's like definitely confirmation bias for me, right? Where it's like, oh, to fit my narrative, he's only lying here and here and here, but I, it is how I read it. It's like, I, I think that, like, he's kind of has to say shit because the movies aren't out yet. And, and they need to job. make money. He's not going to come job. out and be like, yeah, yeah, this movie's shit. Yeah. This is, this is literally James Gunn's reaction when tweeting that, bro. <laughs> I do think that he maybe says a little too much sometimes. Because, um, like, he didn't have to come out and say, this is the best movie ever. But I do well, think sure, they wanted he, him to. He also, he does seem sort of like an enthusiastic guy. Like, every, like every movie he works yeah. on, he's like, this is the best movie I've worked on. Uh, I've yeah. had such a blast. The cast well, is, just like, the it. best I've he ever worked with. It. He says it every time. Yeah. He he just likes the, he likes the his job. And that's fine. Like I also, even if he is just supporting it and he does believe it, that's okay because everyone's entitled to their opinion. And yeah, and, a lot of like, people genuinely God, really loved the Flash. Yeah, and thank God Gunn's work doesn't reflect um, any sort of like. It's not like he's like going to internalize the Flash and yeah. put it into any of his. I can't work, believe hopefully. James Gunn shoehorned that George Clooney cameo in, and George Clooney's the new Batman. That's crazy. I can't believe. I can't believe. I can't believe James Gunn uh, directed that movie and put it out in theaters. That movie shit. It's Guns Flash, dude. 
Haven't you heard? That's James Gunn's Flash, dude. I still think it that uh, I still I don't know if you guys have seen it. I still think that video is so fucking funny where he's on like oh, the video. red carpet for the Flash, or I think it was it was either the Flash Ooh. or like Shazam. And there's someone and a reporter like asked him about Ezra Miller, and the second he hears Ezra Miller, his smile just drops. <laughs> his face, Ooh, gone. Yeah, yeah, gone. And yeah. he's like, and they're like, are you just like is Ezra Miller coming back? And he's like, uh, he's like, uh, we'll see, we'll see. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, he's yeah, having, yeah. The, having the time of his life until that shit. Yeah, it's so fucking Ezra's funny. Not coming back. Ezra's not coming back, dude. They better just do Wally. Oh yeah, God, well, I, bro! I, I I'm so. To do, I want them to do Wally, Black Wally, or Ginger Wally. Answer carefully, Will. Uh mixed <laughs> Wally, like you, Pete. Mixed Wally. Right, <laughs> right. Ice spice. Ice spice. Get a, ice get spice ice spice Wally. in there. Ice spice. Cast ice spice as Wally. She's black. She's ginger. She's perfect. Best oh, of Everyone would hate that. Uh, anyways, anyways, no, 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 but, 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 like, so, dude, can you imagine though, like, like, the fucking outrage from like conservatives, um, like, and like fucking Snyder fans and shit if they cast Ice Spice <laughs> as fucking Wally West, yeah. like that would be insanely funny. That would be that would be she's like fucking yeah, she's fucking twerking while she's running. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> dude, and you can hear her clap. You don't hear her footsteps. You just hear claps of her ass cheeks oh and she's like God. running. It's like something like, like super fast. It's like a helicopter. You see, oh, you shit. see fucking blue lightning bolts around her, bro. That... Dude, she can, she, she, instead of like using her hand to grab things, she like vibrates her ass through like walls to grab them with her like butt cheeks. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Throw enemies with them. Sorry, what is that? I'm having too much fun with this. <laughs> this Let it, stay, keep it in, please. Keep it in. I'll keep it. In. Okay, good, dude. Yeah, everyone, everyone. When I'm when 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 I'm big and my game's out and I'm making money, everyone's gonna be like, "Hey, did you know that he said this on this <laughs> podcast? Like, and he said a lot of things on this podcast. He said some weird shit. Some of it's bleeped. I wonder some- what he said." Oh, I wonder what he said. Someone's bleeped to make it sound like I said a racial slur. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of it is actually. That's fucking crazy. And all they have is the word of the of the two people of color on this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Not mine. Uh, uh, Going back to the multiverse thing, I I agree. I agree with with both of y'all about that. I just want to. I just love. I just love how Torrance like. Anyways, let's go. Let's get back to. Yeah. Anyway, I speak clapping cheeks. Like. (laughs) Okay. All right. Sorry. Go ahead, Torrance. But yeah, I agree with both of y'all. Like, um, with the most the first thing, like it's it's something. I mean, like with Peyton, like I, I don't really necessarily like um think it's um it's a bad thing. Like I actually like you know enjoy a lot of things because you know i'm a superhero guy like i just anything superhero is like I'm, I'm down to watch it and um but also like going in with um the, with the parallel of james and sweet you have to make the multiverse interesting for people to care about it um and i think one of the best ways the multiverse has been done in a way from what i heard um in which i'll get to reading like very soon is um invincible like I, um, I, I heard that Invincible does a great way of like doing the multiverse, where like it's not like, you know, it's it's not too convoluted, but they do it like in a way to where like it's meaningful to the story, um, and like you know with, um, and I think with me like I don't have a problem with the multiverse as well, is because like the multiverse is like in like in everything, especially like, within comics, like 
any big event. It's like a multiverse story. Oh, like this this thing happened. Oh, yeah, it's because of the multiverse. And like a lot of the big things, um, yeah, um, a lot of like you know solo stories and like a lot of like big stories just have to do with like the multiverse. The multiverse has been around for like for decades. Yeah, I'm rewatching so Adventure I, Time right now, and they're doing multiverse stuff. <laughs> yeah, like even like a, like fucking regular show, there's like multiverse stuff, and I think in, Look, I think in Gumball hey, I think as well. Hey, I'm sending an image to the group chat. Um, the biggest multiverse of all time where every franchise, every franchise connects to somehow through oh, yeah. degrees of separation it's is Fortnite. Fortnite. Yeah. yeah, it's Fortnite. Yeah, it's, yeah, and it's I love Fortnite. Fortnite. Fortnite's like one of my favorite games ever. I'm going to get so much shit for that. But yes, I fucking adore Fortnite. I think Fortnite also does it in a unique way where like it is um, <clears throat> it is a part of its story. And I think that it has like pretty cool lore too. Um, mm. But like it just... I love that it's just to the effect of like us as kids, you know, like playing with our toys and smashing like Superman figures into our Lego Indiana Jones play sets, you know, like just doing random shit like that. Um, and so, yeah, it's pretty cool. <clears throat> At least with Fortnite, in the case of Fortnite, I like that. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, like I, I think for me, like, you know, like, you know, I'm not fatigued by like really anything because like I'm just not that uh, type of person. When it comes to like just uh, media, um, and so yeah, like you know the, the multiverse, like I'm, I'm always it just doesn't matter to me. Like I'm always gonna like really enjoy anything that has to do with the multiverse. Um, but like I, yeah, like I said, I do agree that like um, there, there there is um, an oversaturation with like most of these stories. But like you just gotta do it like in a very like unique way for people to get interested. Yeah, I think I think yeah, I, I do agree. I I, I just want to say that like, of course, um, you know, Peyton, your take is you it's like the most enlightened one because I think like um and you you and Torin, I think like the take I took um, from James Gunn, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like that's just like that's just the, I mean, because it's just not wrong. It's just true. It's just like like for me though, um. And maybe it's just sort of uh, the way that I internalize it. Um, and that's kind of how everyone is. It's just sort of like, you know, whether or not they're willing to acknowledge it. I just, I am internalizing um, this, these negative experiences with these bad movies that involve the multiverse. And it is kind of like maybe by association, I'm kind of being unfair to um, multiverse as like a device, a storytelling device on its own. Um, but like... But, you know, when I think about it, like, yeah, like, I love Fortnite. Fucking love Fortnite. I love I love Spider-Verse. I love um, Sonic Prime. Um, I love mo- comic books, which has been doing multiverse for so long. Um, like, you know, there are so many examples of fantastic multiverse stories. I think, I think for me, um, it is, I do think that it is fair of me to say, though, that for the MCU, which is the biggest thing in the world, I mean, it doesn't make as much money as Pokemon still, which is wild to me, but it's the biggest thing in the world, basically, um, still. Um, I think that when its focus is multiverse, um, but it's also inconsistent with itself, and a lot of the bad examples of multiverse... um, you know, whether it's through that inconsistency because of that or or other things or just bad stories around it or whatever. Um, it, when all of that is kind of coming from the MCU, um, it's like, 
and because it's so big and prevalent, you know what I mean? Like it's easy to feel the fatigue. I think I think like it it's kind of no wonder that people feel it. So I, I would never. Um, I feel it obviously. Um, and I know you guys aren't blaming me for feeling it or anyone else, but um, I just if you're listening and you feel it, you're completely valid. But just kind of like listen to what Peyton said. And just think about why you hate it, maybe, if you hate it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a lot of my issue, or not my issue, I guess, but like something that sort of bothers me is when people are like put, putting it mostly on Marvel Studios when it's like, because people are like, oh, Marvel Studios, they keep doing all this multiverse shit. Man, I'm so tired of the multiverse, Marvel and their multiverse. But really, between phase four and five, there hasn't been that much <laughs> multiverse stuff. Like there was Loki, there was No Way Home, Multiverse of Madness, and like it's shit like that. But the large majority of stuff that's come out, whether She Hulk, Moon Knight, Miss Marvel, shit like that, it I'll hasn't that been those things. Those multiverse things are also related. There's not a big focus on those things, though. I think that like No Way Home and Multiverse of Madness are like prevalent in the in like the. Um, minds of a lot of people i think that like they have more of a cultural impact at least than like moon knight ms marvel etc because um casuals and fans are see no way home they see whatever you know what i mean like multiverse of madness like panther guardians of the galaxy shang chi oh yeah no exactly but like but like still i think i think but they're, they're pushing those. They're, pu- they're pushing those specifically to be event films, and also Spider Man is just the biggest character ever. <laughs> yeah, but like stuff that's yeah. coming up, like the only multiverse thing that's coming up is Loki, season two. Everything else is is well, Echo, the Marvels, Blade, Ironheart, Secret Invasion, or Secret Invasion is coming out. Agatha, uh, Daredevil, Captain America, but it's Thunderbolts. The direction of the storytelling of like of like the overarching thing that they're trying to hammer home the connective tissue at the moment is the multiverse now where it's like it's not even sure like but now i think it's a, like, it's a it's a super loose connective tissue yeah because they're not doing it right right in my opinion like that's the thing it's like it's like they're introducing this as a connective tissue with loki and then they make it inconsistent by depicting it in a different way and multiverse of madness and in no way home where it's just kind of like the way that it works is still like unclear to me but like they're using this mechanic for these big event films and like they're saying you know oh they're showing kang and things like that and quantumania um and all the different kangs and it's like that's clearly this is like what everything's leading up to and, and right like it's obviously not the the bulk of the actual storytelling but it's the common thread and that's like I think when also they go so far as to venture and say like, oh yeah, like the multiverse is big, big. Like we're talking like other franchises, big. We're talking like like Fox, you know. Eventually, like Fox Universe, big. We're talking like like Andrew Garfield, Spider Man, and Toby's big. Where it's like, oh, so you know, I don't know. I don't think it's a fair association to make that like the mcu i don't think it's an unfair association that the mcu um 
it's not by virtue of the MCU just being like, oh, like, oh my God, more Marvel Studios. I love MCU. Um, so many of my favorite movies come from MCU, and I still think they consistently do make good movies, um, even if it's more hit and miss lately. Um, I just, I think that as a mechanic, um, I don't think it should just be, like I said in the beginning, defaulted on as like something to just make it more interesting but then not go and do anything really super special with it and again the exception in the mcu's case was no way home and i thought loki was pretty good too um in the way that they did it but i don't know well i'm a shill and i think i think honestly i think marvel studio's biggest mistake was even calling it the multiverse saga yeah because then i think that put in people's heads oh it's going to be a bunch of the multiverse but i think unless you're doing something that's super in depth into the mold, like, and you're doing a, using a character that can do that, like Dr. Strange, like Deadpool, um, in well, Spider-Man too, but like Dr. Strange was the catalyst for that. <laughs> um, like there's not a ton you can do without bringing in a character like Kang to actually, you know, push all of this. And that's, and that's coming in Kang Dynasty Secret Invasion. And I think I feel like this was kind of always the plan to like do it super like back half heavy. And like it's like let's just introduce a bunch of characters phase four, phase five. And then the multiverse stuff actually starts to come into play. Obviously yeah. that that still like will remains to be seen, but like it's 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 not the audience's fault for assuming or expecting more connectivity but at at the same time it's like i don't, I don't know i feel like no, I, I don't think i don't think we need more connectivity i just think that i don't know go ahead sorry well no not you but that's the, that's the biggest thing i always see like oh it doesn't feel like it's leading to anywhere which in, in my opinion i don't really feel like it needs to i think people just got used to the infinity saga and like i think i i, I i'm really enjoying the everything sort of in its own doing everything everyone's sort of like doing their own thing right now nothing there doesn't have to be an avengers movie every other year and shit like that so like i'm i'm fine with that but again like i get why people expect that even though i think it's kind of unfair and people and and it sort of leads in there it sort of bleeds into like because avengers endgame was so huge people expect like the biggest things and i don't know yeah I, I, I think I think like um like for me for me it's one of those things where it's like I already feel like how about this? Um they're calling it the multiverse saga, which yes, they shouldn't maybe do that. Um but they are obviously trying to get people hyped for something later. Like the fact that to me it already does feel kind of saturated, like unsaturated. I feel like okay. If I take stock of the multiverse movies that we have or stories from the MCU that are good, in my opinion, or that I enjoyed, it's Loki and No Way Home. And the others, I guess, Ant-Man 3, kind of, with Kang. And then um, Multiverse of Madness. Um, Like, oh yeah, this is not like a ton, but they are kind of like big front-facing sort of uh things it's kind of like it's like a 50 50 track record for me and even then in the ones that i like like the depiction of the multiverse and loki and in no way home they don't 
they are inconsistent in my opinion um like i when when i know it's like you said i am expecting it to be more like back heavy with multiverse stuff but like if that's the plan and like you said it's subject to change because of a lot of people talking about multiverse fatigue maybe even or or things like jonathan majors or whatever um like for me i'm kind of dreading it like i don't really want every like so much multiverse in the future i'm um i know deadpool 3 is going to be a lot of fun with wolverine and deadpool but i really hope that the multiverse aspect is like a third at most of the actual story you know like like at most or like it's like all happens in the front and the rest of it is like deadpool and wolverine like chilling you know or like yeah. doing shit because like like if it's like everyone's expectation is like it feels like the hype going into doctor strange it feels like the hype going into no way home where everyone's expecting so much and like everyone's excited about it but then i feel it's like weird disconnect where it's like maybe that's a little too much like i don't know if we we should want all of this stuff you know especially for it to be a focus um um unless deadpool's going the route of like making fucking fun of multiverse movies which it probably will but i don't know that's like that's kind of what what i'm feeling yeah well it's like when it comes to marvel studios too like not a lot of it has been multiverse but because everyone every other studio is also banking on the multiverse yeah it uh it does feel like there's more than maybe there really is um i think also it's like crossover culture too because i think there's kind of an overlap where like it started with crossovers true and then they started calling it like even if things crossed over in the same universe it still felt like a big deal because like you don't see these characters interact a lot and then the multiverse is the next logical step of crossovers it's just like more you know like oh now it's separate companies like characters owned by other companies or or characters that are owned by other studios coming together you know bro i remember it was so hype when sweet life on deck crossed over with wizards of ravely place which crossed over with <laughs> hannah montana that shit yep. was crazy <laughs> That's in the Fortnite chart. That was the no way home of my day. <laughs> That's in the Fortnite chart. Bro. It is. If you look at it, yeah, in the in where it says Jesse no, and I how Jesse it. is connected to Marvel, yeah, it's in that Jesse corner. Yep. That's <laughs> Fortnite, Fortnite, Fortnite. Crossovers uh, are were incredible. Yeah, and like, and obviously, like the, the like the, the event, the first Avengers Turner, movie Power was Hour. seen as a crossover event. Yeah, because like, it's like, like look, that. all these people coming from their own movies to do the Avengers. Um, that stuff, the the Jimmy Neutron, Timmy Turner Power Hour shit, like I, um, you know, also things just like, you know, a lot of people were just doing sequels and prequels too. Like, like it's like, it's like doing more with like storytelling devices more and more like like things that are popular with like a lot of people and of course like why wouldn't they be popular everyone likes to see if there's more story to tell about something we're going to want to see it um or like more characters to interact because obviously stories thrive on character interaction and progression and things like that so like yeah like of course we want to see fucking deadpool have a conversation with batman like who fucking wouldn't it's just like i think I think for me, the fatigue, um, maybe I shouldn't put it all into calling it multiverse fatigue. I think it's more just like 
the obsession that everyone has with crossovers, I don't really have anymore. Um, even though it was very hype, it's just like, you know, and I think I think that everyone felt the same too. The drug wasn't strong enough, so they they stronger drug is multiverse, but it's just not working for me because I feel like there is kind of a fair association between the two. I feel like it's a progression. Yeah, and it's well, it's also a problem with studios just not understanding what audiences want. Exactly. Like like it, I yes. love Keaton. And I'm, I was super excited and was super excited to see Keaton back, but I don't care about him interacting with Ezra Miller's version of The Flash. Yeah. Like, I want to see Michael Keaton's Batman interact with Christian Bale's Batman. <laughs> that's the that's what I want to see <laughs> if we're doing yeah. a multiverse thing. Yeah. And, and even then, like, when Keaton came back in Flash, it didn't feel super, like, like, it was very flashy and very cool to see, but, like, he wasn't he didn't have much as much story or character moments as I wanted him to personally sure um and like you know it's I I just think yeah it it does definitely come down to the disconnect executives um and studios have cough cough Warner um, Brothers Warner Brothers big one yeah uh, with their storytellers and um also hiring like the big aversion everyone has in Hollywood to hiring people who are fans of source material when they're adapting it. Um, I can kind of understand you want a unique idea you don't want or whatever. Um, but at the same time, maybe looking at the source material, seeing what worked about it, seeing what didn't work, maybe is beneficial to you. And also that way, you know, maybe what you would like to retread and what you wouldn't or how you would want to handle it differently. And, and I think, I think that just like, there's so many weird, arbitrary conceptions, notions, um, ideas, and rules executives sort of put in place on their storytellers um, because they think audiences feel a certain way about it or they think something's too nerdy or weird or lame. It's like, you can't really go this far, you know? You, you don't want to go this far with it. Or, or, like, who cares? It's just a fucking superhero movie. Like, it doesn't need to be, like, that deep. Um, and then just, like just do this or just have it up by then you know like yeah. who cares like it doesn't need to be perfect like like it's a fucking superhero movie like i think that ultimately you're preventing creatives from doing the thing that they want to do anyway which is make your movie as good as possible um they don't even need all your money to do it all the time they just need the time and the fucking allowance like the allowance in terms of financial fucking allowance but like they, they need to have your permission to just do the best they can i just hate it I, I i hate how many fucking how much fucking red tape there is um and you hear it all the time it's not like speculation or conjecture anymore it's just like like yeah like it like the shit sucks like the environment sucks and only directors who have proven themselves outside of these mediums like in superheroes and things like that are able to come in and kind of have their control creatively um unless there's like a an exception you know like you look at like edgar wright he was big before ant-man he left still but like he's a huge reason why ant-man one is as great as it is you know that dna is still there but yeah sorry y'all y'all get my point james made gold james main gold what the fuck sound like i said mid gold what the fuck um james main gold i haven't seen indiana jones so it could be mid i don't know um i loved it 
I, I got to see it. I'm very excited still. I love that Sound of Freedom made more money. Oh, sorry, that's another tangent. Anyways, let's keep going. <clears throat> but that's your stuff. That, that, that was the point I wanted to make. I did a huge ramble. Yeah, I thought it was bold of them to do the multiverse in Indiana Jones. They did what now? Anyway. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're a funny slut. No, they didn't imagine. <laughs> So that's the no, topic. Uh, that's the topic, which means it's time to move on to what we watched. I'm yeah, so we all watched. Tricking off. No, jeez. Time to move on to what we watched. Uh, we all watched My Adventures with Superman. It's good stuff. If you hate right? that show, you're fucking soulless. It's really good. Yeah, like everyone, everyone who's like, oh god, they like woobified this, and like, oh, this show looks so bad. Like, shut the fuck up. It's so cute. Can't believe they also, made it an anime. Ew. Also, okay, okay. Also, I was wondering how. Um, fuck, who plays Huey? I always forget his name. Jack, Jack Wade. Wade. Yeah, I was always like, I was kind of apprehensive because, like, is he really Superman? But no, he's perfect. He's, yeah, he's so great. good. He's he's Jack, awesome. Jack Wade is popping off this year, dude. Bro, Superman is not. He was in uh, Oppenheimer. I love how the huge boys. they made him compared to Lois. Oh yeah, it's great. It's for the size difference, kings. It's for the size difference, boys and girlies, like me. Everyone's every relationship's a size difference when you're six foot four, like me. Um, Bro flexed. Like I said, Isabella Merced. If you're listening to this, (laughs) I'm here. No, but like Lois, (laughs) Lois is fucking fantastic. I was expecting. Well, I didn't really know what to expect from Lois in the show, but like. She's fantastic. Love the little redesign. She's Asian, right? I would not doubt that she is. I'm Asian. pretty sure she's know. Asian in the show. I don't know. I think she is. Like Southeast Asian? I don't know, man. Just Asian. Like you're getting real specific because you said she's Filipino just now. I, I don't think that's what I said at all. Why did you say that she's Vietnamese? So you don't have like, the control of the edit. So I. <laughs> I uh, you're gonna say you're gonna you're gonna cut it. And make it sound like I'm saying she's Filipino, she's Vietnamese, whatever. Probably. She could be, though. She could also be, like, anything I could take want clicker. I could take little snippets from other episodes and make you say racial slurs. Oh, my God. Ooh, or I can take everything you said uh, in this podcast, put it through an AI, and just make you say yeah, anything. That's what I was going to say, which, yeah. <clears throat> Anyways, uh, I love the Sailor Moon transformation for Superman. Super cute. I, that should be the default. Yeah, it was, I really it's, should. It's like because I'm caught up. I've seen uh, the four episodes that are out right now. Uh, it's like it's it's like they do a different anime trope in each episode. <laughs> That's cute. It is. It's so cute. It's such a. I also think that they capture the spirit of like Clark um, in an interesting contemporary way. Yeah, it's just like it's so funny how. Like, I remember the Dark Ages where, like, there was only evil Superman Ugh. before Superman and Lois, uh, you know, um, like, 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 you know, where we only had Snyder Superman, which to a lot of people just wasn't it. Um, and then everything else was just evil. And, like, sure, Invisible's great. The voice is amazing. But, like, it's so great I think evil that Superman now... works when it's not actually Superman. <laughs> yes, exactly. I, I, well, Kingdom Come is good, though. He's not evil. He's yeah, just morally different, vague, and gray. But but you know, like 
like yeah i love i love now that we have my adventures with superman superman and lois superman and lois is so peak we have we have um superman legacy coming up like renaissance for the arguably the best superhero ever and in my opinion him and spider-man are the two superheroes that transcend the medium as not only the best comic book characters um or superheroes but some of the best fictional characters period i think that they're incredible yeah I wish they would stop fucking up Spider-Man in the comics, though. Yeah, no, they're, like, literally, like, he's just taking back shots oh. from the writers, like... Will, have, are you seeing not, what they're doing? Yeah, yes. Good God, oh, man. Let's the last thing I saw, okay, oh, the last thing I saw was the shit with Paul, okay? Hi, did they do I'm anything Paul. worse? <laughs> did, did they do anything worse? Well, uh... Since Paul? Well, well the thing is, uh, the kids that, um... Oh, no. The, the, oh, well, the... Like the kids died, like they're, like they're gone. They're not even like real. I don't even know what happened to Paul, but then like they, they killed off Miss Marvel. I saw that, but she's coming back and yeah, she's and coming back. Yeah, yeah, she's coming back. Yeah, which is cool. And then now they're just turning Peter into a goblin. Which was was she like pregnant? Who Miss Marvel? Marvel when she died? No, I don't know. I have no okay. idea. Why did I hear that? Yeah. Wait, so so who turned to Green Goblin? Peter. Peter. Peter's turning to a goblin. Someway, Why? somehow, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. No one knows, bro. It makes no sense. And Zeb Wells is like, it sets up the next twenty-four. <laughs> oh my god. I love oh how god. I love how Nick Spencer had like a great run with Spider-Man and the artist who did Invincible. Like they were both I, great. I just and, need I just need this to be retconned like look, immediately. Look, I'm just glad that I love I love that now we're in a spot where. We're basically begging for Dan Slott to come back with Superior Spider-Man, <laughs> and I love and and for me that's great because I love I love Superior Spider-Man. I still hate Dan Slott's Peter stories for them. Not really all of them. I hated his all new, all different Spider-Man. I hate rich billionaire Peter Parker. I fucking despised it. I guess he wrote it the best he could because Superior set it up or whatever. But that was still his setup, anyways. Um, but like I just love how we've reached like a new low since then and like we're in a story that's worse than one more day who thought it'd be possible i know i know and it's <laughs> but you know thank god we have the games like that's comic peter now that's essentially that's definitive yeah. peter parker is the is the video games now like it's fuck gonna it. but when it's done, it's gonna get retcon so fast something's gonna happen that they're gonna oh, erase yes. it i don't know i don't understand does a editorial has to know that everyone fucking hates it right yeah but i'm sure i'm sure it's like a contractual thing i don't know well yeah. it's it's weird because those co- those contracts are so fickle though because like and they have been for so long we're like writers will come in do their contract like tom king with batman okay that was a big one he had much more planned for batman um and dc cut him because everyone didn't like it but even his run on batman was like way less controversial than the new spider-man shit like i love how like killing alfred and like having batman almost get married to selena kyle and it not work based on like some stupid shit is like somehow less controversial than what we're facing now with spider-man i love that i'm so glad i'm not reading the spider-man right now 
be glad. Too much negativity in my life. Horrendous stuff. They should just. They should just. You should just wake up and be like, "Oh, it was all a dream." Or just have like Franklin Richards wake up and just say that the past like six months, the past like two years, were just Franklin Richards' dream. That'll be that'll be, way be- that'll be way better than anything that's coming out right now with that shit, dude. Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay, all right, let's move on. Um I uh I watched fucking I watched the Fablemans. Oh, the, is it good? The Steven Spielberg movie about Steven Spielberg. Uh is it good? It is good. Is uh, it great? I think I gave it like an eight out of ten. Oh that, that, that that's great, yeah. Yeah. I really I did I really enjoyed it. Um at first because uh, I'm not, I'm familiar with Steven Spielberg's movies, but as a person, no idea, no clue about Steven Spielberg. Um, so uh, I actually, I, I looked up some stuff after I saw the movie, and that put some stuff in context. Because I, I, I thought the movie ended a bit abruptly, but after uh, doing a little research, I'm like, oh no, that makes sense. Uh, <laughs> it was one just giant ego stroke, wasn't it? Yeah. He just assumed everyone, like, would know about his backstory. Yeah. Was it really? No. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, was just, I was just being a silly bitch. No, but, like, doing research, I was surprised, because it's Steven, because it, obviously Steven Spielberg based it on his own life, but I thought that's exactly what it was just going to be. It was like, oh, this is just based on me, but it's not me. You know what I mean? But looking stuff up and some interviews and stuff like that, it's pretty damn accurate to what it, it, it's basically a biopic about him. Basically, <laughs> it might as well be. Wait, <laughs> I need to say a really funny story after you're done. I have a really funny story to tell. I am done. Okay. okay. A Star is Born. When I first saw that movie, I knew nothing about it. I didn't know there were any other things. I thought it was literally a biopic about Lady Gaga that she was just starring oh. herself <laughs> until, like, the third act. <laughs> like, like, wait, this isn't yeah. Lady Gaga. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't Lady Gaga. I was like, I was like they just, they're just named or something else. I literally thought thought it was like a biopic. It's weird how they just didn't give her the name Lady Gaga. It's Lady Gaga. Okay. Thank you for doing your fucking Alan Tudyk fucking fucking Clayface. Yes, you're doing Clayface. That was not an impression, though. I do love the way he says it, though. Yeah, I know, because you're millennial fucking Pop Funko Redditor. Anyways, listen, listen. That movie still made me sob uncontrollably at the end. I love. I Never do. I do it. remember really liking it. <clears throat> Cried on the way home. Can I spoil it for you? I don't care. There's a suicide. Nice. That's why it's so sad. Bradley Cooper kills himself. Not Rocket. Yeah, not Rocket. Man. Oh, it's not a digital. He was doing the Rocket move. He was doing the Rocket voice the entire time. <laughs> he did the Rocket voice. He said. He said. I'm done running, and then he killed himself. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh no. So content warning: suicide. Oh, Don't. No. I also no. saw the nice guys. Boring. The nice sure. guys. Shane Blackfield starring uh, that one guy and me. Orange just told me to shut up. Yeah. I've never seen Nice Guys. I don't know what the fuck it is. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> Russell Crowe and starring Russell Crowe and me. Uh, I'm really good in it. Um, <laughs> it's a it's a Shane Black film. Oh, uh, you got the whole squad laughing there. Uh, I got, I am the squad. I'm sorry. Yes, 
but no, Ryan Gosling and Russell Crowe, and it's just a damn good time. <laughs> you know who's in, uh, Ryan Gosling's character has uh, has a daughter in it, and I'm watching the movie. I'm like, his daughter looks so fucking familiar. I'm like trying to rack my brain, and I and it always annoys me when I can't fucking figure it out. So I had to pause the movie and look it up. And I was like, I was like, who is this girl? And it's fucking it's fucking Betty from uh, Spider Man, the newer the MCU trilogy. Uh, Betty Brandt. Oh, Betty Brandt. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh shit, that is her." Why she looks so? I was like, "I'm just kidding." I was like, "Why she looks so young here?" And and I'm I'm looking her up, and she was born in 2001, so she's what 22. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, she's 22. She's basically she's basically our age. Why she looks so young? And then I realized that the movie came out in 2016, and I was like. That's not yeah, that she, long ago. Why she looks so young? She's fifteen, dude. I listen. know. I did the math, and I was like, "Oh no!" <laughs> listen, brother. Listen, brother. Isabella Merced, you're twenty two as well, and everything comes back to you. Um, just hit me up. Um, Jesus, I can pick you up probably like physically, no. easily. Please God. Uh, but yeah, the Nice Guys was a great film. Torn likes it. it I good. don't care. You should care. It's on Netflix. <laughs> For anyone curious, I think the Fablemans is on Showtime, but no one has that shit. Let's be honest. Uh, I also saw oh, Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning. Um, heard it was shit. Who said that? I'm just kidding. I, I heard it that? was like. I heard that if the second movie is bad, though, the first one will be bad. Like in retrospect, because it's a two parter, right? Oh yes, yeah. Because usually I'm not like it's like it's like if it's like saying if the if uh, Return of the Jedi is bad, then Empire's also bad in that case i don't think that's true i think empire yeah. standalone enough but in mission impossible's case uh it's not only is it, it or will it be connected enough it's so tied to the next one that if the next one su- yes the, this this one will as in like the, the the it's like the next act of the story essentially is the, yeah yeah um yeah. you saw it i see it. you've seen it you're welcome <laughs> You're welcome. Um, the the whole idea of like the second one like being make or break all hinges on the antagonist. Um and Aaron Fukuhara? No. I'm sorry, Tom Clementiev. No. She's oh. an antagonist, but she's not the antagonist. Oh. But speaking of Tom Clementiev, she's fucking fantastic in this and deserved more screen she time. Is so hot. Uh <laughs> You are so down bad. God damn. I'm, I'm sexually frustrated, guys. No, but it's a oh, it's a fantastic film. Um, it's I don't think it's as good as Mission Impossible Fallout. You just can't beat Henry Cavill's like just gorgeous mustache. You just can't. Uh, but yeah, I thought Fallout was better. Uh, I also think Ghost Protocol is probably better. But it's a solid third place in my opinion in the Mission Mission Impossible franchise. But if that it next wishes one, it was James Bond. If that next one don't do good, he <laughs> wishes it was as good as James Bond. But there is technically there's three antagonists in the film. There's Pom Pom Clementiev, uh, and there's two other ones. And I won't be specific on the two other ones because of spoilers. But one of them is this semi older guy, and. It's semi-older guy. He's probably like the same age, maybe even younger than Tom Cruise, but he looks older because he doesn't do plastic surgery. Um, but he's like, he looks so familiar. It's sort of like the nice guys. I was like, why does this guy look so familiar? And it was bugging me. Couldn't do it during the theater because that'd be rude. But like, I looked it up after and he's fucking Deathstroke from Titans. 
I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> That's why wow. he looks familiar and why he's also... No one else he also cares. He's also very scared. good. I'm sorry. You're such an ass. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, I just... This is how I mess with my friends. I love you. I'm sorry. S.I. Morales. S.I. 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 Morales. That is definitely not how you say it, but we're going to run with it. Rewatched a... Fist of Fury starring Bruce Lee. That's his best movie, in my opinion. It's fantastic. It's so Bruce fire. Lee's best movie was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. <laughs> oh, dude, I remember seeing that movie. I got so pissed. I was pissed, <laughs> too. I, was... <laughs> I remember being so pissed. I like that but movie, I... but I'm like, this is bullshit. I'm mad. <laughs> I, I thought that that part was like, like okay. But, but also, I do like the movie. I do. But I've kind of also, as time went on, I've been feeling more and more comfortable at the ending. And I think it's because, like, it's just two grown men, like, killing teenagers. Like, that's I don't the really best like thing that. about it. They're teenagers, they're kids. Like, it's a little Murderers. weird. Yeah, but, like, but, like, they're children. Murder and they're being killed brutally. Yeah, no, I don't know. I just can't. I just can't. Like the two, uh, the two exactly. White it's comical. Men. It is comical. It's very absurd. I, I, I really do like the movie a lot. That part is just like, it's just like, what the fuck? My Quentin least, Tarantino says it's his favorite it, movie he's ever made. Every director says that. Whatever. The no, 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 no. He said. He said that. He said that it changes every time he, he, he people ask him. Um, but like. Like, he settled recently on Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Whatever he says, I don't believe him. <laughs> Look, his best movie is always Inglorious Bastards, so he's wrong. Django is a close second. Reservoir Dogs. Reservoir Dogs is good. It's better than Hateful Eight. Hateful Eight's mid as fuck. Disagree. I don't care what anyone says. It's fucking ass. Love Hateful Eight. It's so dialogue heavy, it sucks. Exactly. It's just too much. It's so good. Anyway, but like, um, fuck, what was that? Oh, yeah, my least favorite part of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was one the bruce lee thing but also uh the fucking the weird uh, underage bitch in the car with brad pitt it just made me uncomfortable i mean that's the point but like i was just like "Uh." (laughs) yeah no yeah i um what's it called yeah bruce lee thing it still rubs me the wrong way but that's just because i'm a fucking uh I, i love bruce lee Okay, what I watched, I'm, I'm gonna make this fucking quick and brief. I watched The Bear, um, My Adventures with Superman, Superman and Lois, and Barbenheimer. That's it. Oh, that's right. You you uh, caught up on Superman and Lois. Yes, I did. And it's fucking. fucking Automatopia is the best character. Automatopia was pretty. It was pretty cool. Yeah, the design kind of sucked, but I love Automatopia. So. And Tori, um, you thought it was peak. Yeah, it's peak. That's it's peak. Good. Peak. I um um. Okay, favorite album of all time is System of a Down self-titled album. It's fire. I think it's it's it has um, like an energy that like no other music I've ever listened to um, can even come close to. It's just so like off the walls. It's wired, um, and it's just so fucking like. It, and it's also I don't know. I just I just I it's fantastic. I it, System of a Down's entire discography is totally unskippable for me i i can listen to the whole thing in one sitting um another album that is super important to me is sep eternal by bring me the horizon 
Um, it was like formative for a lot of middle schoolers my age uh, back when it came out. Um, and, and um, you know, I still listen to it though. It was not like a phase that I grew out of. And, and, and honestly, like Bring Me the Horizon continued to like evolve as well as like a, a group. Um, and like consistently makes really good shit. I think recently they just collabed with like Lil Uzi Vert on, um, I think it's Pink the Tape. Pink Tape, yeah. Yeah, and it was fire. It's a Werewolf yeah, is it's a good song, yeah. <laughs> so good, man. Werewolf is great. Um, and you know, Lil Uzi Vert was Tom on Amen. Was wow. I mean, I haven't even like listened to like. I mean, I've heard I've heard the snippet, but like the first part of like the pink tape was just not hitting for me so far. But I mean, I know where we're. Oh, people, yeah, people do say the back half's better than the first. half. Yeah, I, I like uh, for me, I was just there for Baby Metal and Bring Me the Horizon features. So, oh, what about the Chop Suey cover? There was a cover. You didn't see that? It's 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 called CS on the album. Yeah, check it it out. Um. Okay, I'll listen to it. Don't um, say anything. Because I, I love System of a Down. And I, I like that song has been covered to Helen Back. Oh, also, Falling in Reverse covered Last Resort by Papa Roach. And it's fire. It's so good. It's like completely different. It's like super emotional and like like cinematic almost. It's so fucking good. Um, and then and then I'll do one more album. Um, um, like as in like a formative album, I guess, or one of my favorite albums ever. Dear Agony by Breaking Benjamin is so good. And, like, I, I get a lot of shit for liking Breaking Benjamin. Um, Why? It, it's like, I don't know. A lot of people in, like, the fucking, like, metal community think it's, like, basic, which is really weird and annoying um, to me. It. It, it, I can see it, too. But, like, I love Breaking Benjamin. Their songs still hit, like, really hard for me um, emotionally. Like, they scratch an itch for me. Yeah. Um, ben Burnley is insane on the vocals and and um i wish that they drop a new album it's been since 2018 like please god uh collab with starsa yes they did and it was great it was an unusual collab in the sense of like it was more the the sounds collided it was like i don't think ben was on the vocals at all but um it was really good um i need to listen to cs as soon as this podcast is over it's interesting i actually kind of feel bad for him because uh is he getting hate? Oh yeah, but like so, so like Lil Uzi. I, I'm not a fan of him, his music, um, but like he clearly respects rock and metal as a genre. Yeah. Uh, For you, Lil Uzi Vert, a Rob Zombie poster, which which actually is a, there's a surprising amount of crossover between like rap fans and rock fans, or like rap yeah, artists is. and rock artists. Like they clearly respect each other, uh, but clearly Lil Uzi like shows it on his sleeve, right? And yeah. so he did that Chop Suey cover. And he's getting hate from rap fans because they're like, what the fuck is this like weird rock shit? And he's getting hate from rock fans. They're like, what is this weird rap cover of this rock song? Mm. Okay. And in my opinion, I, well, I'm not going to say anything. Actually, you should listen to it. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you all my thoughts. I, I have it pulled up right now, so I will <laughs> listen to it. And, yeah. and I'll leave with one last thing. Um, Classic Jack is a really good artist, and they're, like, really new on the scene. And if you like metalcore, they're different, and they're really interesting, and they have, like, no listeners, um, which is insane to me. They're really good. And that's all I'll say. All I'm right. done. All right, last thing for me and Torn, I guess. We watched Barbenheimer. <laughs> Barbenheimer is so sick. Uh, Torn and I did a double feature. 
uh, watched Escape K- Lovers. Yes, we watched Oppenheimer first, and then Barbie. A great time. Uh, Oppenheimer was incredible. Torn gave both movies five stars. Okay. I did not. I heard. I I want you. I want to know your opinions on this. I have not seen it yet, um, and it won't affect the way I view the movie one way or another. Um, and this is like the only review I saw on this, and maybe it's like a highly optic, like weird rad lib take. But someone was like, someone reviewed it and was like, "Oh, it should have just been a Wait, musical exploring Barbie Land and like oh, like, Barbie, a, okay. like a, a corporate entity doing feminism is is a joke," is what they said. How do you feel about that? They're saying that's what the movie said, or that's what the no, no, no. They're saying that the movie trying to do feminism, even though it's like a Mattel, like Barbie, like a, a pro, like a, it's Ooh. like a corporate product doing feminism. They said it was a joke, I see. but like all films are corporate products at the end of the so day. So it wasn't right? it wasn't feminist enough. Yeah, or, or, like, or like it was like insincere. I guess sure. disingenuous feminism from see, his okay, perspective. Okay, see, my thing with He's that trans. is like. Okay, my thing with that is like is it's like when the boys was like shitting on like Disney and big studios like that. Meanwhile, they're produced by Amazon, right? It's like yeah. it's like it's like yeah, like it's it's awkward. But at the same time, how else are they going to produce this show and get that message out? It's kind of just. Well, it's also it's, it's from it's, the it's writer. An, it's not like it's the writer's fault. Exactly, it's not like it's, the writers it's just, are being disingenuous. Unfortunately, the the only way to get this out there and produced is by one of these big studios that you're criticizing. So it's yeah. like it's it's it's. I get what they're saying, but uh, uh, but no, <laughs> it was yeah, it's it was just capitalism. It's just capitalism. Which yeah, is, you know, just is what it is. As far as the as far as like the whole corporate aspect, I didn't think was executed as well as it could have been. Specifically, Will, well, no, not Will Ferrell's character. Like, Will Ferrell and his posse. That that whole entity, I thought, could have been uh, done better, in my opinion. Um, but I, it's still, I thought the movie was really, really great. Honestly, I thought they were going to spend a lot more time in the real world. I was surprised, pleasantly surprised. Uh, oh, good. That they didn't. So, Oh, I can't wait, then. I can't wait. Yeah. Obviously, I think, in my opinion, stand, standout performance. Obviously, Margot Robbie is fantastic. She Ryan always Gosling. is. Ryan Gosling fucking killed it. <laughs> All the Kens, really. But, like, Ryan Gosling was so good. Dude, I can't wait. I got. Have you seen how, some of, like, the weird, like, deranged things he said during the marketing of this? Yeah. Where, like, it, he just says, like like random words and like they just string together a sentence and you kind of get what he's saying but it's like why the hell is that happening in your brain like you know what i'm saying i I have to send you an example if you don't kinda (laughs) he's like someone was like how do you know when you found your ken and he he told her like well oh yeah if you drop something yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and he picks it up for you and whatever and, it and walks, it walks away. away without <laughs> saying you can yeah. and then they have like such a weird awkward in her in her yeah because she drops it and he picks it up and walks away <laughs> yeah he, he knew he was doing it for the bit he turned around but like it was still yeah that wasn't the one though there was one where it was like what the fuck did he say like well there because like, like, he's, like, he's, he he's been on fire for the market because he was like he's talking about like energy is something that needs to be like oh yeah explained <laughs> or like we don't have the mark we, we don't have the budget to you know get into it or whatever yeah it's yeah no ryan gosling has been killer for the marketing and and the ken song was a very cool to hear yeah i tried um, to torn and i tried to avoid everything at like all costs i we wanted to go like completely blind right torn awesome. yeah 
Yeah. Torn, which which movie did you like more? Which one did I like more? Um, I'm going to have to say Barbie because it's something that I don't have to rewatch for. I, I, you know, I kind of like, I kind of get the message. It's digestible. Yeah. It's also an hour and 45 minutes. Yeah. Instead of three hours. And I, I feel feel like, I feel like whenever I do rewatch Oppenheimer, there's going to be a lot more to take in. Um, I mean, I, so far, like I do, I love the score. I love like the, the look and how detailed it was, you know, for, you know, like not only like Oppenheimer's life, but like you also see like you know, um, like the, the point of view from like you know, uh, uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s character Louis Strauss, um, which is pretty cool too. Um, you see like you know the the trial that he's under. You know, there's stuff going on. You know, with, with like World War Two. You know, the, the whole like, Roderick Roderick's in it. Yeah, yeah, he's in it for like like the, like. Like Two a seconds. minute max, yeah, like a, like a minute max. Um, fucking Will Stronghold from from uh, Sky High's in it for like. Two oh seconds. shit! I love that Christopher Nolan basically admitted that he watched Roderick Rules too. Yeah, I was I was telling I was telling Peyton, you know, I didn't really like I didn't really check out like you know Christopher Nolan like in interviews or anything like that, but like after watching Oppenheimer, it seems that like he, I mean, he does have like more of like a personality to me. And so, like, you know, it's funny just, like, hearing him say, like, you know, Roger rules, and it, 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 it was just something that I never would hear him say. Yeah, it, it's it's interesting because, I, I mean, he is just, like, kind of a, I mean, he's rich, you know, but he's, like, a normal, he's, like, a guy, and he's just making art that, you know, he's making. Um, it's just, like, he has, like, a caliber associated with him or whatever. I wanted to ask two things for, from you both. I know, Torin, I know you've been sitting here for forever. I just, um been really wanting to know is the movie for me what i want is a movie that is like not like horror and like horror movie way but i want to be like existentially burdened like cosmically watching it is it that no 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 no, yeah it it, like it even like it it goes like really in depth of like because okay so like basically you know they're making the atomic bomb or whatever and like after they're doing what you know like what they're doing like you feel the guilt and like the yeah the the crises that follows after um with with Oppenheimer and even even the end like the ending it, like it makes you like think because of like you know like what happens like like later on in life so, yeah, yeah it, it 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 will like make you like like dread like what's going on I was surprised how much after the atomic bomb there was because based on the trailer i assume it was just going to be all about making the atomic bomb and shit like that yeah Uh, the nazis have a bomb but like no it's there's a there's a lot actually most of the point of the movie is after the atomic bomb um Mm -hmm. it goes through the you know the making of it and and all that and but it, it mostly talks about the aftermath and the morality behind it um and and yes it it like filming the the way it's filmed there's a little bit of horror in it, but yeah, but like you said, it, um, it's it's mostly sort of that existential dread sort of yeah. feeling. Yes, yeah. it's it's and definitely like, and, that. And the like, they'll kind of like, because like you know, when you think about it in real life, I mean, it sets in that like we were before we could predict weather accurately, we basically harnessed something more powerful than the sun to kill people. Yep, on mass. Yep, you know, that's I think evil. 
and I think I think like 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 a real great evil. And I think and I think like I don't know. I'm just so excited to like feel worse by yeah. watching this movie. You know what yeah. I mean? That's it was phenomenal. Um, and it's also like when 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 you're watching the movie, like like of course you know like if you're not like really like into like you know history or whatever like so some people do think that like Oppenheimer is a bad guy but it shows in this movie that like he's just a person who like he he just like wanted to like work for like what was good for humanity and you see that there's other like you know I but like, there's, other, there's other antagonists it also and, like, shows how factors. maybe he's not like yeah he, he he's not he's not like it's it's not like ooh oppenheimer's the best he's the he's yeah, a great guy I, he's it, know, like, it, it yeah, does yeah, yeah. It, it shows both sides basically yeah, yeah, yeah. because I, I, I didn't want i i didn't want a, like a oh woe is me i killed i i made the like you know what i mean oh poor me yeah but it I does that want, but it, like, it, guilt it, thing. it does that but it doesn't the movie is not like please feel bad for Oppenheimer. It's like Oppenheimer okay, yeah, feels bad yeah. for himself. You don't necessarily want, you know, and it, yeah. it shows other characters. It, I don't obviously I don't want to get uh, too specific, but it right it it handles it very very well in my opinion. The, the last question is: Does it benefit um, from not you using CGI? And how how well does it? Benefit oh yeah, from yeah. I mean, like there, yeah, like like for for this film, like I think this is. Nolan's best film, like with practical effects, like of course, um, there there was minimal CGI, and I can probably once I watch it again, I can probably tell which scenes were used CGI with. But other than that, like the the practical effects are, are all there, like and you and you you see it too, like you definitely see it, like with them making the bomb, how it explodes, of course, and like. Every, everything else okay and it and it, like do you think that the visual length like the this is a very abstract thing to nail but i feel pretty confident talking to you guys about it because y'all like movies do you think that the visual language in like basically all like have have um, been worse off or like altered negatively had they you know made those explosions cgi Nah, do you, to be honest, or, no. or does it really not matter? I don't think it matters. Yeah, I think yeah, I think we, I we're so good now at making CGI explosions; it wouldn't have made a fucking difference. To be yeah. honest with you, it, it, it's just a matter of fact of like because you know it's Christopher Nolan. Yeah, and like he, he wants yeah. everything to be he as real as possible. It, he, he wants all these things to be practical. The art behind it, yeah, it, it, it is unique. It yeah, it definitely shows because you know, like, um, so basically, you know, in the in the movie, they're they're making like you know like. Um, you know the the home base in in uh, New Mexico, and so if fucking Christopher Nolan can spend two years growing a cornfield, I don't doubt that he can fucking build like some like some like real ass buildings for them to like shoot in. You know for the for the for the bomb. Yeah, they're touting like oh, it's like there's no like barely any CGI used. But again, other than the bomb itself, it's yeah. just, it's just everything takes place in a bunch of rooms. Yeah, that's what I figured. I, I figured what I meant but is like is like was the explosion <clears throat> did it feel somehow like more palpable because it wasn't CGI? Like I guess nah. that is the big part. Not really. Know? Okay. But it like it's it's like it was still incredible. 
but it's not yeah. it's not like whoa it looks real it looks, <laughs> you know it's, it wasn't watch, it, watch it if you watch it in avx do you actually get radiation i wanna poisoning? i wish imagine fucking watching that shit like in fucking like yeah, for, for, um the 40x chairs yes dude you get you walk away with a tumor <laughs> already yeah, instantly, instantly. It's like, and it's like a gamble. It's like, which cancer did you get? And depending on the cancer you got, you get a prize when you walk out of the theater. I really, I really want to go see it in 70 millimeter IMAX. Like oh, yeah. That, that's what I want to do. Um, Does Palladium support that? No, no, it's only, no, the only theater that does it in Texas is um, AMC Downtown. The AMC, oh, yeah, AMC. Dude, uh, AMC theaters suck. That's interesting. AMC theaters usually really suck. Because, like, because, like, of course, you know, you have like, because like, there's like different options on like Fandango. Because you have like the premium large format, which is like what, what we saw in uh, Casablanca. Then, yeah, of course, yeah, you have IMAX, and you have like the 70 millimeter IMAX, and like you have like all this other shit too. You saw the Blue Beetle suit at Casablanca. I saw you on your stories. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was really nice. Was it hot? It was. Yeah, it's, it's was really it cum dumpster high. worthy? Um, Maybe. Cum guzzlingly it, it, Technically, good. it was in a jar or so. It was in a jar. It was in a jar. Think about that. Let's all have a moment of silence for that. Okay. All no, right. I've been enjoying this on too long. But, I missed you. Uh, I, I'd give Barbie an eight, but I could see it going to a nine for me. And I'd give Oppenheimer a nine, and I can easily see it going to a ten. Okay. Uh, cool. And Torn gave it both tens, so yes, because he's Torn a shill. Is just easy to please. Yeah, of course I'm easy <laughs> to please. A knuckle dragging. Oh, easy to uh, please. Will you love Barbie? Because specifically in the beginning of the film, so much feed, man. Really? So much feed. It's like Tarantino made it, man. Torn, can you confirm? Yeah, no, yeah, there, yeah. There's, there's, there's quite a bit of feet shots from women and men alike. Pretty much just Margot Robbie. She has the some of the best feet in the world. So, did you see that on on the press tour? She was like, "Oh, like it is actually very nice that people appreciate my feet." Yes, I did see that. And she was like being very like sincere. Yeah, she was like, "I'm pretty, I'm flattered. People like my feet. I guess <laughs> it's like it's like well, I I guess maybe you didn't go deep enough, Margot. No, I think she like, knows. I think she knows. She probably. I think maybe, she knows. I feel a part of me feels like she is weirded out, but she doesn't want to say it. I don't know. That's me dude, projecting. The Harley Quinn, dude, the Harley Quinn scene in Suicide Squad is one of the best things James Gunn has ever given to me. Although I guess if she was really uncomfortable, she probably wouldn't do it as much. As she does. Yeah, no, she wouldn't. She it's in every it's in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It's in Suicide Squad, um, and now Barbie, and like I gotta Wolf say, of Wall Street, I think maybe? Wolf of Wall Street. Yes, her feet were out in that movie as well. Battle yeah, on. man. Dude, I just I always think about she was able to. Apparently, she actually did the the stunt in Suicide Squad oh, yeah. with her foot. Imagine being that an actor. Woman. Lucky. And it, okay, That's we are dragging woman. this week. We got to end. We got to end. Is that the show? That is the show. Guys. All right, join us next week for oh, top ten feet. All right, join us next week for a well, foot centric podcast. We will, one. That's, I mean, we will be. 
listen we will be filming in person showing off our feet for the camera if you watch youtube uh it will be paywall behind the patreon so please make sure to subscribe to our patreon if you want to see access to our real feet if you have any suggestions uh mail our inbox at What's which happening? feet you prefer um and we will take those into consideration we might do a fan ranking and we'll send a one lucky winner a uh foot mold pussy with a, oh. with, a with a foot with a pussy is in the sole of the foot um, one of those toys. All right, thank That's you. That part's oh my God. <laughs> the whole part is getting cut. No. Yes. Oh, <laughs> fuck yes. You. I don't I'm know. so upset. By that. <laughs> I'll figure. <laughs> thank you everyone for listening to Adventures Podcast. <laughs> if you want to follow us for at Adventures on X, I guess. Did you see Ew. that? Uh, Girl, bye. Hopefully, that's going to change by like next week. I guarantee it. I hope so. Uh, no but shot. that's A V E N G E nerds, all one word. If you want to follow either one of us, you can reach me at itzenith underscore on X or uh, Zenith PLP on threads. <laughs> threads is better than Twitter. Is it though? It is. Uh, I think it can be. They they really need to add a few features. But Instagram's just the best. Oh, uh, it is. Come more, on. No. Yeah, it is. You're an Instagram boy. You do everything on it. Stories uh, is the most important thing in the world on Instagram. Snapchat's the worst. Anyway, where, um, anyways, where, where can they reach y'all? On X videos, um, you can reach me. I, I'm just kidding. I just don't reach me. Just listen to me on the podcast. Please don't engage with me in any other way. Did you see that on Twitter? It's like Twitter is or on Twitter on the app store. It's like it says Twitter by X Corp. Like bro thinks he's Lex Luthor or some shit. Like uh, I don't. What the fuck, man? Where can they find you, Torin? Yeah, where do they find you? At Torin Yon on Instagram and Threads. He's so done. All right. <laughs> All right. We also have a Discord link to the conversation there. Those will be linked in the show notes. You can also check out our link for any additional links you may be interested in. You can also review the show in app on Apple Podcasts. If you leave five stars mm-hmm. in a review, it would really help us out. Thanks again for listening to the Adventures Podcast. We'll see you next week. Later. Love y'all.